What's going on, everybody? This is The Unguided Podcast. I am your host, Big Daddy, and we're doing a little something different for this 4th of July party. We're down here in Austin with two of the biggest, baddest goofballs I've ever met in my life. There's some college bros from Western. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Cody Swody, and then we got Jason Dockhauer. The guy's looking swole. The guy's looking big. The guy's just been putting in work, man. When I pulled up, the guy's just sitting there benching, squatting. Guy got a nutsack on him, man. What's going on, guys? How you guys been? Hey, hey, good to see you, Riley. What's up, Riley? Long dude, time, long time listener, first time podcaster. Dude, for, it's, it's, been, it's been a long time, guys. You know, we've been trying to get together for a while now. Um, you know, um, COVID, I guess, would kind of put in this predicament as to where we haven't been able to hang out for a while, but it's good. It's fine. You know, we figured it out. We're here. We're drinking. We're smoking. We're doing everything. You know what I mean? We're just trying to live it up to our best life, trying to trying to relive the days back in college. Was that fair enough? Oh, hey, those days are the best days. What are you guys laughing over there? I see you guys smiling over there. We remember those days. Back in the back in the day, you know, um, we were a little bit rowdier than we are now. You know, um, Jason's—I always call him Jason. He's about to get married. Cody is married, so these boys have settled down. But you know, Daddy ain't ain't settled down one bit. So, <laughs> trying to still figure it out. But how's Austin been treating you guys so far? Hey, man, moved down here in like 2016, and man, it's been a blessing ever since. Man, don't ever plan on moving back. I'll tell you that. Yeah, because you're originally from, well, you guys are originally both from Illinois, correct? Yep, Central yes, Illinois. Wrap yeah. it up. Where, where'd you go to high school, Cody? Skidmark, Illinois. Leroy, Illinois. Leroy, dude. Ain't nobody <laughs> know. J- old, big old Jason, the powerhouse, dude. Where'd you go again? You went to a private uh, school? Yeah, Bloomington Central Catholic in Bloomington. Bloomington. It is, it is Bloomington a, Normal. Bloomington Normal, powerhouse. And like I said earlier, we all went to college together. Cody's a year younger than us. Um, I met him through Jay and some other people that are on a floor. Um, and then I met Jay. He lived on my floor. Um, FDF uh, introduced <laughs> us. Um, and if you guys don't know who that is, that's uh, Fat Dick Forgus. Um, so it's Hopefully all going to get him on the line. Later. We're trying to we're trying to get him on the line, but who knows? He, he's a doctor now, so he's a little bit more important than us. But yeah, man. So, but who the initiative down in Austin? Jay, you came down to Austin first, right? And then brought Cody along. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, me and my buddy Alec always, you know, I met him at ISU um, after I left Western. I could only take, I could only take a year and a half of Western before I had to get out of there. I don't know how you guys survived the full, full four years, but yeah, we, uh, we met at ISU and we'd always talked about moving to like Denver or Austin, um, you know, and he, he just called me one day. I was living in Peoria at the time, just working and he was like, hey, I'm going to move. And I was like, all right, let me let me get some things straightened out. And like he moved down and about four months later. I moved down. And then um, Cody just he didn't even come visit me. Is it uh, Forgus's wedding when yeah. you talked me into it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Forgus's wedding. Holy shit show. Oh, yeah. I don't remember nothing. Oh, Can you guys inform wedding, me what the happened? Wedding, the wedding Riley got kicked out of. <laughs> Forg didn't talk to me for, dude, it had to have been six months. And I reached out and he still was like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I spilled 12 bottles of wine and no, Riley, made an ass of myself. Riley got yeah. cut off. Yeah. He got cut early. off early by the bartender. And then I saw him. I was up there at the bar you know, ordering drinks. And then people next to me, they were like, Hey, you know, Riley can't have any more. And we're like, okay, we're trying to keep a, keep an eye on him. And then somebody would order a drink. This man would walk behind them and grab their drinks and just slam two or three of them, like mixed drinks, not beers, 
slam them, and then you know turn around. I and do remember little, that. Now that I'm yeah. thinking of it, okay, okay. That was about an hour into the wedding. And I, and I and I I think I had cash on me too, and I was like trying to offer the bartender cash to help me. He's like, "No, you're done. You're done." I was like, "Okay, tough guy or girl, whatever the fuck you are." Like I couldn't I couldn't remember. And the next thing you know, I do remember. Dancing with Forg's mom, and after that, don't remember anything after that. I, and that's why Forgus didn't talk to you for three uh, months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we're we're getting back to the whole thing, you know, J- Jason. But they call him Jason Dockauer. Um, hey, you no, guys, no, no one calls me that besides I, Riley. I'm literally the only one that calls him uh, Jason. I, I'm pretty sure you think my name is Jason. Or for the longest time, you thought my name was 100. percent You're in my phone is Jason Dockauer. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just J A Y. That's legit your legal name. Yep. <laughs> well, fuck me then. For I swear, I, I, and I always do because uh, Forgus. How long have we known each other? We've known each other since we were eighteen. So I mean, shit, twelve years. But well, it's funny because Forg knows. Like Forg heard one time when my mom was helping me move in, I did something to piss my mom off. Typical me, always pissing someone off. And she goes Jacob Owen. So Forg knows. Like I hate being called fucking Jacob. And so he'd always fuck with me. He'll call me and be like, "How's Jacob doing?" I'm like, Motherfucker, dude. Your name's Jacob? Yeah, real name Jacob. I got to change that contact right there, Jacob. I didn't know know that. Yeah, so we go, and I'm telling you what, I think Jason needs a new fucking job because he should be a recruiter for someone because he recruited Cody, who lives here. Stavi lived here at one point. Berg lives here. You recruited three or four people to come down. Shit, you tried to get me to move down here. What was your? What was behind the whole, let's get the bros back together, let's get the gang back together, like the wolf pack? Or you're just like, fuck it. Let's, let's, what happened? You just feeling lonely or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, you know, more people I can get down here. Why not, you know? Well, I mean, you got, you got to backtrack here. So I didn't really know Jay that well in college. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I remember actually meeting him, we were, uh, we were at Western, and uh, we were at a day keg. And I remember Forgus and his buddies from back in Springfield were there, and I was I was wasted. It was early, probably like 2 p.m. No, the keg hadn't even started yet. Oh, we, were wa- we were waiting for the keg. So it was like 10 a.m. Like pre- one of like those pre-drinking, like yeah. 7 a.m. type deals. Probably still drunk from the night before yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. You know, It was like 10 a.m. We were waiting for the <laughs> And every, everyone up. has to remember, we're all Midwest boys. We can we can drink with the best of them. I can promise you that. You get down south and you get these little peckerheads that say, oh, I'm drinking on the table. But there ain't no mm. way you're drinking with the Midwest boys. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was maybe around 10 a.m., I guess. And, uh, man, the keg hasn't tapped yet. And. You know, uh, Forgus's buddies, they were talking shit. We see this praying mantis. It was a thick boy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'm a broke college kid. I was like, hey, I'll eat this motherfucker for 50 bucks. And somebody said, I'll go give you 60 if you do. This thing was big as fuck, had some butt cheese hanging out of it. I'm like, yeah, 60 dude. bucks, that, that's bar money right there. So, fuck you know, 60 bucks at Western last you a month, hey, dude, hey, on those like, dollar beer nights. Hell yeah. So what I do, I just pop that motherfucker in and, man, hey, I made 60 bucks. But Forgus's buddies didn't want to pay me, so Forgus, you know, being the doctor he is, you know, he talked him into it. Finally got paid. So ever since then, I started eating bugs for money in college, and hey, there's beer money. Now, you, now, you're, now you're here in Austin. <laughs> it led you all the way from a cardboard sign to fucking Austin, and now you're married. When, when was the last time you ate a bug for money, Cody? Uh, probably uh, junior year of college. I was I was a mothman there for a while. That's not, that's not true. That's not <laughs> a mothman? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What do, you, what do you mean that's not true? I remember when you, me, and Berg were living together, and you, you were, were in Austin. Yeah, yeah, and Amanda was over, and we were talking about how you got you used to eat bugs for money in college, 
and there was a moth flying around. And you're like, that's at least like a $30 moth right there. So for anybody that doesn't know, Amanda is Cody's awesome, beautiful wife. So we got to give shout out. No free shout out. I expect to check, Amanda. So she she was new to the relationship and she saw this man eat eat a moth and you know now they now they're married and have a kid so she just doesn't kiss me anymore that's the problem she said I want that dirty tongue. get that dirty tongue out of here player and so similar story to backtrack before that is in high school if you guys knew me in college so only imagine how dumb I was in high school we're sitting there and. This guy, no, I'm not going to name any names because they don't deserve free shout outs, but we're sitting there and there's this worm sitting in a fucking dirt puddle. And this guy goes, I'll give you five bucks for that. And the guy goes, 10, 15, like we're just bidding war. I come out of nowhere because I, I, I was the late motherfucker to practice. I didn't care. I knew I was playing. It didn't matter to me. And so I didn't care if I showed up to practice on time. And I come out of nowhere and I was like, oh, worm, that's what you guys are betting on? And he's like, yeah, they're all the way up to 25 bucks. I was like, fuck it. I'll eat it for free. I ate that muddy ass worm. He's like, God damn, Riley, you always take the fun out of everything. And I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Muddy worm tastes like dog shit, man. Imagine sitting a, a muddy worm, eating it for free. Now thinking back, not a smart business move. Not a business. <laughs> Cody's over here making fucking percentages hey. off that fucking <laughs> grasshopper, prey mantis, whatever he ate. And I'm sitting here eating shit for free. And I wonder why I got a fucked up stomach. That's that Iowa education for you right there. <laughs> Those public schools were terrible. I'll tell you that much. So we're transitioning. We go to college and everything like that. And Jay, Jason, he, um, <laughs> he, did you get, cause I know you, I know a couple of people got in trouble on our floor. Did you get asked to leave college or did you leave on your own? I was, I was very close to uh, being asked to leave okay. college. Yeah, and after after like the third or fourth time, I, my dorm room got, you know, busted in by OJ. Officer ah, what a lens, dude. He saved my life one night, dude. He he did, looking he did. <laughs> yeah, OJ, OJ, OJ knew room 810 up on Henninger. And that was uh, the, for anybody knows, I'll let him explain, that was the go-to party room. Everybody knows if you're in college dorms, like you're not supposed to have alcohol, this, that, and the third. And dude, we're fucking smoking, we're drinking, we're doing all this bullshit. And that was the, that was the room. Yeah. Were, were you there? I was. You were there the I was there both years because my roommate no, transferred. No, 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 I remember you being, but were you in my room when OJ? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. OJ's, a, OJ's, yeah. Right, right. Fuck OJ. Well, I'm just saying the night that like really, really did us in because... No free shout-outs, but Jordan Jordan Sight was up there. No, I left before that happened. Well, I was okay. Lucky. Okay, yeah, yeah, because you guys got a, l- a little bit of a ruckus. Yeah, I mean, there was probably like twelve of us in there, a couple girls, a couple guys, you know, just hanging out pregame before we went out, and uh, you know, get a actually didn't even get a knock on the door. Um, Jordan was like, oh, I got to go take a piss. And he opens the door and OJ's just standing there waiting for us. You know? <laughs> Typical, dude. Yeah. Fucking, he was a, literally a creep. Oh, like, yeah. he would just hear parties. Well, I mean, like, he, he knew my room. <laughs> yeah, because everybody knows this podcast is on Guide for a Reason. I mean, motherfuckers, we would have the fucking windows open smoking bowls and blunts <laughs> yeah. and just like trying to, like, dude, they know that room. Like, fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah, so, I mean, long story short, it turned into, uh, you know, Jordan calling calling OJ some racial slurs and all this stuff and you know That's getting, another Midwest boy by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, getting <laughs> getting cuffed up and we I was condone that. Yeah, no no. No, no, no. <laughs> Never disavow. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's screaming at OJ and there's other there's other cops, you know, um, you know, coming up onto the floor and he's cuffed and I'm t- I'm just talking to OJ like, look, I'm not involved with this. Like obviously it's my room. But <laughs> I'm not involved in what's going on over here with all the yelling. Like, can you just be 
Chill. Be gentle, <laughs> you know. And, but he never uh, was, dude. No. No. No, but so, I mean, we ended up, uh, me and, I don't know why they did this, but we got called to, like, the academic board. Because uh, that's why Berg initially left, correct? Didn't Berg leave for a short, a short period of time, or am I wrong on that? I don't, I'm not sure on that. That was probably after I left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we're sitting there. There's, like, seven suits, you know, sitting in front of us, and they're like, Tell us, you know, your grades aren't great, um, you know, and you got busted with all this liquor and you have all these infractions and everything. Tell us why you should be able to stay at Western. And I was just like, I, I, I pay. I don't I, know. <laughs> I have no idea why, dude. That was, I mean, and so, because you left, which, which I'll tell you what, like, it's crazy the road that me and Jason have been on um, together. Just to give you a little more insight, when I moved into their guys' dormitory, because my uh, my freshman year, obviously, I was on the football team, blah, blah, so we had to live with football players. Well, my roommate, shout out to Joseph Gill, still a bro of mine, he transferred to St. Xavier in Chicago, and I was sitting there looking for a roommate, and I'm like, fuck. I don't want a random. They're going to charge you extra if you live by yourself. So I'm not going to do that. Forg is like, Colvin's moving out. Do you want to come over? Fuck yeah. So we go and I meet this guy. And for some reason, I did not like the way this kid looked. I had no respect for the guy. <laughs> Me? Yeah. And I don't know. If I, I don't, I didn't, did Forg never tell you that? No. Yeah. So you were intimidated. I get it. I, and well, it was, well, because, well, you guys knew me when I was in a freshman. I thought I was the shit coming in because I played division one football. I was a douchebag and all this. I'm, I'm not okay. To, I'm okay to me. Well, I had this guy who we were talking football with. And when I first saw you, I'm like, eh, okay, I don't really know about this guy. Well, then Forg starts, you know, talking about how great you are because you and Ford were really good friends. Yeah, yeah. And I got jealous because Ford was my good friend. And I didn't like the attention you were getting. And yeah, so you were intimidated. Like yes. And well, here's here's what really pissed. Well, no, let's let's give the viewers. Jason's a good looking guy. You know, he he's 6'2", 225, Good. You know, tiny dick, tiny dick, you know, but he's got a that. he's got a smoke show of a fiance. So he's doing OK for himself. You know, I got a tiny dick and I'm over here single. So I guess I'm not doing good for myself. <laughs> but, you know, and it was funny because Forg's like all pumped up this, this and that. And. Then Jason does the ultimate. He's like, uh, so, uh, Riley, you ever won a state championship ring? <laughs> and, you know, coming out of high school, that's everyone's always dream is to win a thing. And, dude, he won one. Of course he did. And so that was another 14 thing. and 0. Yeah, that was another reason why I fucking hated the kids. So I had all these things. And it was funny because Forgus literally came to me one day. I don't know if you remember, but when me and you got in an argument, do you remember it was me, you, Wozlik, uh, Stavi and Forg, and we all had like a meeting in that fucking room. Yeah, Steve and, about beat your well. Yeah, Steve. Steve about f fought you. He was trying to fight me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. And hey, love you, Stavi. I don't think you could ever take me. But there was a coming to Jesus meeting where after that it was like, why is every, why am I hostile towards these people? I I shouldn't be hostile towards. And ever since then, dude, we've always had respect for each other. It was very very fucking weird. You know what I mean? And Very mature for, uh, you know, 19-year-olds <laughs> yes, to have, and, have a little powwow like that. And it was weird because after that happened, you moved away. And the weirdest part about that whole deal was is you moved away. And then I transitioned 
And I met fucking Cody through some of my next door neighbors, Katie and Lex and all that. And we became friends. And I hated your buddy, Alex. Alex did not fucking <laughs> like me at all. And that motherfucker still probably don't like me. Who knows? Just a drunk asshole. It's hard to like. Yeah. Man. And that was me. That's who he's talking about. And so it was weird. So I stayed in touch. And me and Cody, we've always been chill, blah, blah. But what's really fucking awesome about how this whole friendship come around is Jay literally hit me up out of nowhere before Forgus's wedding, it was like this, this, and that, and the third, and blah, 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 you're going to be there. And we just got drunk, had a good time, and ever since then, dude, we've been fucking like, dude, we keep in, I probably keep in contact with you two more than I do from kids from high school that I like am friends with, if that makes sense. And oh, that's yeah. that's <laughs> fucking weird to think about, you know what I mean? Because me and you, Cody, never ever had beef, and I wouldn't even say me and Jason ever had beef, but... I was just an immature asshole that didn't really care to get to know him. And then when I got to know him, I was like, all right, dude's kind of a bro. Like, he's kind of cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but then you got moved away or kicked out or whatever. And it was I didn't just get, like, hey, let the record show. I didn't get kicked out. <laughs> okay, I don't know the whole I story. Get, I didn't get kicked out. I probably would have if I would have stayed another semester. But I didn't get kicked out. <laughs> oh, so, so that's the crazy part. So, like, I didn't even really know Jay at Western. And that's where we were coming back around to yeah. is how now we're evolving and we're all in Texas. And I luckily did not get, I mean, he tried to recruit me to come to Austin, but I, I had a good job in Dallas. So this is all circling around to now Cody lives down here in Austin and I'll let him tell the story as to now why he's down here. Yeah. So, I mean, up at Forgus's wedding, Jay was up there and he's like, yeah, I live in Austin. It's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I was working up, uh, up in Illinois, Galesburg, Illinois. I was a juvenile detention officer, and it was just kind of, you know, didn't get paid well, kind of stuck in a rut, single guy, no kids. Jay was recruiting, quote-unquote, recruiting me to come down. I'm like, this was in September of 2015. My lease ended in, or no, no this was, I don't know what month it was, but my lease ended in September. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to come on down. So I moved down here, never been to Austin in my life. Jay talked me into it, and actually, Jay had moved... He lived in Austin. He had moved back to Illinois when me, Berg, and Stavi moved down here. And so so we moved down here, and Jay moved back up north. And, I mean, it, it, it worked out. But then, you know, one of our buddies, Stavi, moved back up. Jay took his place. Yeah, and that was the that was the funny thing that we were all seeing because that's where I'm glad you brought that up because that was my next thing is – it worked out because he ended up moving home for whatever reason, you know, and he can explain why he moved home if he wants to. But then y'all still stayed down here, took a chance. And then Stavi, I think, if I understand right, he just got homesick, correct? He just wanted to be home because he's a big family man mm -hmm. and he wanted to go home. I remember I remember his biggest thing was uh, at the time the Cubs were, the Cubs. In, Cubs were in the World, World Series. Series. And he, he was like, out. he's like, bro, I go to all these games. I've been going to these games my whole life. And like now I've, I've moved down to Texas and I'm I'm not there. I can't go with my family. I can't go with my dad. You know, like I, I need to be there. But I mean, I think also just like me, I mean, you're I was just homesick, you know, when I when I moved away. So he's probably just a little homesick, too. But but yeah. And, and and I was, I'm not gonna lie, when I moved to Denver right out of college, I was the same way, man. Like, when you come from small, like Bloomington's 
Not a small, what do you have, 50,000 people there or more? No, I mean, the Twin Cities, Bloomington Normal? Yeah, yeah. It's Metropolis, bro. <laughs> uh, it's Metropolis. I don't no, even I, know what that I, means, bro. I think, I, think, <laughs> I, think I think it's like 150. Okay, you got me looking over here, Sha like Shaq Crossside. I don't know what that means, Yes, yeah, it's, it's not Leroy. It's not Leroy, yeah. Illinois. Le Leroy was a, a quick 4,000. Yeah, and I'm from Burlington, which is only 20,000. So, like, it was that me and Cody come from, like, farm towns, and then Jason comes from, like, a bigger thing. So, so like I was like the first two weeks it's, or so. It's a small town. It's not Bloomington normal, isn't that? I big. wanted no. I know, <laughs> but compared to what we're from, you know, right. like I'm four times as big as him, and you're four times as big as where I'm from. So I got homesick as shit, and I just I remember calling my mom and dad, and I was like, I don't know about this. Of course, my dad, he's like, okay, yeah, come home, come home. My mom's more or less like, dude, just like figure it out. If you don't fail, be a, don't be a pussy. Yeah, she was like. If you fail, you can always come back home. That's the one thing I respect about my parents. And what what was cool with, I'm sure your same situation, like Jay, it, why you moved home, and you're you're more than welcome to tell why you moved home. I guarantee your parents are like, dude, just live it. And if you fail, come home. And if you need to help, like nobody's gonna think less of you if you had to fucking move home and live in and live in live in our house for a month or two or three months like who cares you're being in my opinion a lot of people might look at a 25 year old 26 year old however old at the time and go oh that dude's a loser living at his house no i'm actually being smart i'm trying to financially get there that way i can sell myself up for the future you know what i mean and i was just homesick kind of like you guys were saying why you moved home and why stavi did and cody stuck it out and i stuck it out as well but you know, I got over that hump and now it's kind of like when I go home, I enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I don't want to go home a lot. Like, and I'm not, Hey, no disrespect to the rents out there, but I think it's more rewarding when I go home or if my parents come see me than me just being like, fuck, I got to get on a train or a plane and go see them every month. Like mm -hmm. when you don't see them for two, three, four, five months, like I'm not an emotional guy, but when my, when I get to see my parents, I kind of like get choked up a little. Like, it's kind of a weird feeling, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're getting older. I mean, you know, time, time's dwindling away. No, but honestly, whenever um, I worked at the juvenile detention center, the uh, – <laughs> what's up, Riley? <laughs> no, when I worked at the juvenile detention center, the uh, the head guy there, he's like – I gave him my two weeks' notice, and he's like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people move on, and they just come on back. And so, I mean, if it doesn't work out, come on back. And that right there was motivation. I'm like, I ain't coming back. So, I mean, I stuck it out down here for for a year and a half working a shitty-ass job, making like $14 an hour. You worked like with 10, With 10 a college jobs. degree, too. With, with a college degree. I mean, I, I got DUI in 2012, and I was trying to get back into law enforcement down here in Texas and wasn't working out, getting strung on for like seven months trying to get this job. Didn't work out. And, I, man, I was down to my last like $900. And I was like, I was dating Amanda at the time, and I'm like, hey, listen, I either got to move home, find a job somewhere else, because this isn't working out. And uh, everything, you know, everything lined up, got this job working uh, in the automotive industry, and then the rest is history from there. But And you kind of just covered it there. I was about to ask you, what was your breaking point to where you almost moved home, but then where was your point to where you kind of made it and you're just like okay let's suck this up let's fucking get things doing i have to because me i was a guy the same way my parents gave me that option you know what i mean if i had a dollar in my bank account if i had 10 million it didn't matter i was gonna figure it out and make it work but it comes to a point to where a man 
can only do so much for himself to make it. Did you ever have, like you said, you said you had $900 in your bank account. You can't live on that in Austin, dude. No. I mean, what was your breaking point? Like reiterate that a little bit. And then yeah. where, where did you really catch your break? Kind of when you said you met Amanda and got a, got a little gig because I kind of went through the same thing. I know you guys might not have heard this story, but me and you, we both in law enforcement at Western and I thankfully, I didn't get a DUI, but I got really hammered one night and I ran through a whole house with my truck. I think you guys knew <laughs> yeah, about that. And that ruined my whole career because I have a cousin. The re- whole reason I moved out to Denver was because Cole Stricker lives out there and Zach Harris. I don't know if Jay knows him. Did you know them from Western? Yeah. But they live out there and they basically recruited me to come out. Well, the funny thing about moving out to Denver was is my cousin, Blake, he works for the fucking federal government out there. So that was mm-hmm. kind of a shoe in to get into mm-hmm. law enforcement. The fucking first three months, I get hammered, drive home drunk, and run through a house with my truck. <laughs> and so I was sitting there, and kind of same thing, you, I have a college degree, let's make this a point. Just because we have college degrees, we'll all three be honest, we're no better than anybody. Mm-hmm. You got to work. I was sitting at a rock quarry job working for fucking thirteen fifty an hour mm-hmm. with a college fucking degree. Everyone thinks we're living these lives, we're living these glorious lives down in Austin and Dallas. Like, oh God, you can afford a fucking $2,000 a month place. Motherfucker, I've been through the grindstone. Mm-hmm. I've worked my fucking ass off to get where I did. Motherfucker, I worked on a farm for fucking eight fifty an hour to get where I got to do. You got a family, you got to provide. Jay's got a fucking fiance, he's got to provide. People don't understand oh we're privileged this and that bullshit man i've worked my fucking tail off to get where i'm at you Amen. know so going back to what you're talking about sorry i ran it a little bit i've had a couple of drinks in me and that's what i do when i drink so going back what was your lowest point man i mean i was working a, a deadbeat job you know i was i was waiting to get this job in law enforcement wasn't working out I, and I was, I was working security downtown, just walking around, harassing the homeless. I'm like, man, I moved all the way down <laughs> That's so shitty, too. Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're still friends with those, some of the homeless people. <laughs> I wouldn't, He's I wouldn't like, what's good, player? Oh, he knows on the ninth, blo- the ninth block. He's like, I, that, that's Freddie right there. Real, real quick, I will say, we were taking some scooters from like Rainy Street down to like downtown uh, a couple months back. You, me, Berg, and Tang. Yeah, you guys always send me those Snapchats, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we pull up on a corner. We lost Berg somewhere. We pull up on a corner. And there's a lady sitting there eating food, like, with her hand, you know, just, like, sitting on a, a stoop. And she's just sitting there eating, you know, some takeout or something. And he goes, oh, what's up, Mary? How you doing? I forget her it's name. Rebecca, damn Rebecca. Motherfucker, <laughs> you knew her. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're regulars. They, they sit at the same they're corner regulars. each time. I'm like, hey, you can't be here, blah, blah, blah. Man, so long story short, I mean, I was working this security job, $14 an hour, just miserable, walking around downtown for, you know, eight hours. And... I just had enough of it. I tried tried a few other jobs, just wasn't working out. And um, my wife, my wife now, Amanda, she was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, she had knew somebody in the automotive industry doing doing paint work. And uh, she's like, "Hey, this guy, he's looking to hire somebody for interior work." And I'd called him up, tried to get the job. He hired somebody else. He's like, "In a few months, I might hire somebody again." So I'm like, "All right, I'll wait it out. Whatever. That's some bullshit." And then I'm down to my last, like I was saying before, I was down to my last $900. I was telling Amanda, I'm like, hey, man, I mean, I got to I gotta move home, apply somewhere. I mean, I mean, it's just not working out here. And then she, this is how I knew she was a ride or die. She's like, hey, wherever you go, I'm supporting, I'm coming with. And from that point on, and, and props to Stavi when he lived down here. He's like, hey, you might as well call, uh, call that guy with the, the gold team is the name of the company. He's like, might as well call him. 
see if he's hiring somebody again. So I'm like, eh, whatever, I'll try. Call him up. He ends up hiring me. And I finally get paid good money. And that was the, that was the big turning point, making you know making fourteen dollars an hour to up to sixty thousand a year, and that was like game changer there. And the rest is history. And then I moved on from there, and now I own my own business. So yeah, and and <laughs> and we're gonna talk a little bit more about your business for anybody that wants to hit you up. He's mobile. He can go anywhere with, within the fifty states. And um, <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen if I gotta Con- pay you. Continental. Way. Yeah, 48. Yeah, the 48. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. I forget about those islands like Hawaii and all that shit. But, you know, and and, and Jason kind of has a similar story too, you know. Um, he kind of took the opportunity to, to, I would say, I don't know if this is the right word, like maybe use your parents' advice if you need help, just come back home and kind of, you know, get your finances up or whatever you're doing. And you said earlier you're homesick, so tell us a little bit about – what was going on with you. And, and now, you know, to get punch you guys a picture, I'm sitting here in his fucking gorgeous ass house that he has with his fiance that he's about to get married to. And it just, we're painting the picture for you guys. Cause if you work hard and do what you're supposed to, you're, you're going to figure it out. Well, yeah. I mean, when I, when I first, uh, when I decided to move back home, um, I mean, I obviously wanted to stay down here with these guys, you know, we were, we we're all young, have a good time, you know, but, um, both my parents within like a couple months, had had they had some uh stop moving the mic. <laughs> they uh they had both had some uh some health scares. Um which turned out to be nothing. You know, my dad had been in the hospital like the year before and uh you know with like sepsis. Um so yeah I'm good on drinks. Thanks. Okay. But uh you know there's there's a couple uh health scares so I was like what am I doing down here in Texas? You know I should be should be back in Illinois, I should be with them definitely feeling homesick as well but you know i mean the guys the guys understood i mean for the most part you know that uh i I wanted to go back home but then when i got back home it was like what what the fuck am i doing back back in illinois you know so and for and for anybody that doesn't know this i mean let's paint the picture i mean everyone's close with their parents but i would go out on a limb and say you're very close with your parents because when I see your Snapchats of you and your dad and your mom just hanging out, dude, like I see like, like I picture your, you, your mom and your dad, like being siblings. Like you guys are just very, very close. And I personally did not knowing you for the 12 years I've known you. I didn't know that was a big reason that you're, you know, your parents were having some health scares. Um, so you know, fuck me for not knowing that, but dude, they're um, all good now. Yeah. And, but, but <laughs> when I see your snaps and you send me that, like you'll send me snaps of your dad who's just chugging with you and having fun. And that's, that's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's a, that's a big reason that, you know, obviously you went home. Um, but you know, going on with what you were saying, like family's very, very important to you. Would you not say that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say the only bad thing about living in Austin, you know, getting away from Illinois is that, you know, I'm not around family. Yeah. You know, but luckily my mom just retired. Shout out, mom. She, uh, she no free re- shout out. Send us a check. <laughs> shout out, Joyce. <laughs> um, she just uh, she just retired a couple weeks ago. Um, and my dad, he's 
he does contract work now for your like dad's like an OG dude like oh, when I yeah. see your dad like why does he not like have like a gold chain on him? he's just like doing what the fuck he wants dude like he looks like he's an Italian he's, mobster or something he's, he's like you Riley like the minute he stops working he's he's gonna just die you know yeah, like, like I mean he he's gonna until until that day comes you know he's gonna be doing something he's he has to be busy otherwise yeah. he's he's nutty he's gonna go nuts. right exactly he can't just sit you know even when we're sitting there watching the Packers beat the Bears. Oh, like, easy now. <laughs> Ouch. Shots early. The morale's high. Even even when he's doing that, um, you know, he's on the ground. He's doing stretches. He's got a bad back just like you. You know, he's had, uh, you know, surgeries, all that kind of stuff. I think the man's had at least, I want to say like 10 surgeries Jesus, between dude. shoulders, shoulders, back, bicep, all that stuff. I mean, the man's an athlete. Riley's yeah. on his on his way that next <laughs> I might fucking be like your dad's brother or something, just like younger dude. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, even even when the Packers are up by three touchdowns on the Bears, they... why, why why are we going there? <laughs> Let me guess, uh, and that's fine that we can tell tell your story, and then we're gonna tell everyone how much all, money all I lost saying, to you this the man, year. The man doesn't sit still, you know. I mean, he's uh, he's stretching, he's rolling around on a foam roller, all right. that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, he he just doesn't he can't he can't stop. You and, know? and and that kind of. It's crazy because when you see your your daddy work like that and work hard, um, it kind of goes back to my old man. I've seen my old man work hard his whole life, and just like I three we would agree, we all have college degrees. But shit, Cody owns his own business and he fucking does everything by himself. Jay's getting into the tenting and detailing business as well. That's hard work too. I mean, now me, I'm in. Luckily, I was doing ranch work. I mean, I'm in the office now, but still, I'm I'm dealing with the freight and everything. It's like if you work hard and you're grinding, you're gonna get it done. You know what I mean? And no option. There's you have to provide. You know, and I don't have a family. You know, but I just work hard. Just that's the way I grew up. Cody, like you said, no option. Jay's obviously getting married, so really no option. He's probably gonna start a family. But it's just like everyone's so entitled these days, and they think they think they're owed something. And I would say, I don't know about you guys down here in Austin. That's probably be one of the toughest thing that I live in Dallas. Love Dallas. I don't ever want to move from Texas. I'm right there with y'all. I don't want to leave Texas at all. The hardest thing that I've learned is that a lot of pretentious people that just think like, Hey, you go up and you start a conversation. Who are you? Do you know who I am? No motherfucker, we, I don't know who you we, are. Like we always talk about when we talk about Dallas, we call them the uh, the forty k millionaires. That's a hundred percent right, <laughs> and it's it's crazy because like you know what, I always tell everybody if you met my boss who I have now, I mean we just sold out, but if you if you put him in a room full of people, you would never know how much money he had because he's so humble, and those are the best type of people. Like I don't need some guy coming up to me like you know how much I'm worth, you motherfucker. I'll knock your ass out. Like get the fuck yeah. out of my face. Like talking that bullshit to me. Money you know? ain't everything. Not and not at all. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if I want to be happy, I'm gonna figure out a way to be happy. And I'm gonna make that money. You know. So, but yeah, dude, just a little insight on how everything's been going. And let's go back to that Packers Bears, man. I'm salty. I don't know um, about this. So you guys might, you guys might be taking a turn with fields, dude. I hope so. And and what's weird. And we're going to get to talking about Cody's favorite team. I don't know why the fuck he's hey, a Dolphins. Hey, you fan. guys watch the fuck out. I'll tell you. I that. don't know give why. Us, give us a year or two. I have Ooh, no idea. Boy. The Finns might be ta- taking the turn too. But so I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, so Jason has a very, very good way to get underneath daddy's skin. And it's when you get under my skin, I'm all in, I'm invested. And I love what the one thing I hate about when we bet, he always goes 25 bucks. I'm like, I don't like this, but he's like, what? It's only 25. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, 
Okay, how, how much down. money? How much money did I take off you? I last think you year? took four hundred from me this year because you took two hundred for winning the conference. Well, you finished ahead of conference. Then it was fifty for each game, so you took only three hundred. It's right? the safest bet I've ever made. Last year, okay. when when the Packers were rolling, every every week I'd be like, you know, right before kickoff, hey Riley, we got twenty five. 50 bucks on this. Yeah, did that. Like, ah, uh, I mean, not this week. And I'd talk him into it. <laughs> but that wasn't on Bears Packers. Our thing was already set. Just like this year, we put, so everyone knows they're both NFC North. Me and him will probably have the same thing. I'm going to roll with the Bears. I'm going to say, hey, Jason, best record. You don't have to win the conference. Our deal was the best record. So if neither of them go to the playoffs and the Packers are 5 and 11 and the Bears are 6 and 10, guess what, boys? Let's do the math. We win. Okay. I know all you guys out there got potato brains. So let's do a little education thing. 5-11, the winning percentage, 6-10, and 10, the winning percentage is different. So just use a little pea brains out there. Hey, those numbers are changing now with that extra Yeah, game. that that now. We that's play gonna, 17. That's going to fuck me up. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Everyone keeps saying 16. like, whatever. But so me and Jason's bet was $200 for the best record. We never did anything in playoffs. And then it was 50 bucks, or was it 100 For which one? For whoever won that game that week when the Bears played Packers. It was just 50 bucks for each game, correct? You swept me, so it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, just, I think you took. I, I just remember the Venmo coming through yeah, yeah, every week. You, <laughs> so, but where I'm getting at is, is Jason has a way because he knows I'm super competitive and I don't like saying no to anything. So we already had the Packers thing going. It'd be like the it'd be like the Steelers versus the Bengals. And but the one thing Jason never does is give points. He's like, no, straight up, fuck the points. I'm like, dude, all right, who you got? And he'll be like. I'll take the Steelers. Motherfucker, you're taking the best team. He's like, all right, well, if you're scared, then don't take the Bengals. And I'll be like, God damn it. Why are you? Fuck. All right, fuck. I got the Bengals. Knowing the Bengals are 1-13 and and the Steelers are fucking 14-1. and one, I was like, yeah, fuck it. And I, what what did I get you on this year? The only good bet I made money off of you was the Tampa Bay-Green uh, Bay game. And then I made. Let's not bring that up. And then I made money on Bears Tampa Bay because you said obviously Riley you're riding with the Bears I got the Bucks so he took 300 from me but I won 50 back because we did 25 and 25 when he did solo bets for Green Bay versus Tampa Bay I won 25 because I took Tampa obviously he's going to take Green Bay and then obviously my Bears versus Tampa he took Tampa I took the Bears so I won 50 so technically I lost 250 but the motherfucker has a way to get to me and it pisses me off and I bought I bought a nice uh, pack. Yeah, what did hat. you buy? I you said I sent you. Yeah, a, he sent me a fucking Snapchat of what you get a jersey and a hat. No, it was just the uh, the sideline hat. The Packers okay. like official like sideline hat. I was like, this Bullshit, is what your man. this is what your money this week is going towards. <laughs> hey Jay, so what do you think? What's going on with Rodgers? Oh man, I think well actually some breaking news right here. My dad, um, when my parents were in town a couple weeks ago, he was at the airport. Um, and he was talking to a guy. I don't think I told you about this, Riley. I know I told you, Cody. Um, he was talking to a guy that is friends. So this guy is friends with AJ Hawk's dad. You, you know AJ Hawk. <laughs> Do I know AJ Hawk? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't like the Packers at all, but I can respect a mean linebacker. Absolutely, he was good. So, so this guy is friends with AJ Hawk's dad. Like they go like Christmas party, like good friends. You know, from college, they've been they've been friends forever. And uh, my my dad was wearing a Packer shirt like he does, you know, at the airport. And uh, AJ Hawk's dad, or excuse me, AJ Hawk's friend, dad's friend, um, was telling him. He was like, "What do you think about the Rogers situation?" And my dad was like, "Well, you know, hope he com- hope he comes back. You know, obviously MVP." And uh, I don't know if I should be saying this on the airways. We might get uh, AJ hey, Hawk in Shefty. trouble. 
First, what does Shifty say? Sources say we have a guy down in Austin that knows what's going on with basically, fucking Aaron Rodgers. Basically, this guy said that AJ, who's you know been talking to uh, yeah. talking to Rodgers, um, they're good friends. They're yeah. oh, they're great friends. Um, said that Rodgers has been telling AJ Hawk that he's coming back to the Packers. You know why he's coming back. Aaron Rodgers is a competitor. He doesn't want that little shit show Jordan Love taking a spot. Let's be honest. Like, come on. Like, realistically, who would you want? Uh, an Aaron Rodgers who can still play or a Jordan Love who's young and has potential? Is, is that a question? I know what you're saying, but I just want people to hear. I, I want another Super Bowl for there Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I, don't, I don't want the, you know, he won in 2010. But he has, the, he has the Packers curse. Bart Starr only won one, I think. Brett Favre won one. Right. I mean, he's got the Packers right. curse. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I want him to be able to get at least one more. He's never going to reach that Brady level, but you know, from a from a football standpoint, he's one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. You know, throwing the ball. I'll tell you what. Here, here's my who, thing. Who do you think is the best thrower of the ball, Riley? I'll tell you what. My favorite, and and I know Manning has. Um, and, and well, let's go around to this. No, let, you know what? Before we talk about this, fuck this bullshit. We're going to go to Cody. Why the fuck are you a Dolphins fan from Illinois? <laughs> I mean, shit. My dad was a Dolphins fan. You know, he, he watched. Dan but what's Marino the connection? Play. Hey, honestly, so my connection no is my, my dad con- was a Dolphins fan. So I followed in his footsteps and it's been miserable since. But I think it's going to turn. For the better. But do you know why your daddy was a Dolphins fan? Oh, yeah, Dan Marino. Okay, okay, so he was, okay, so that, that was kind of my thing. So, like, my grandpa, and we'll get to Jason here in a second, my grandpa was obsessed with two people, Walter Payton and Dick Buckus. Mm. My daddy played linebacker and running back. You know who my dad was obsessed with? Dick Buckus and Walter Payton. Right. And so I would watch film and everything like that, and my dad would say, when I, when I played, he said, I watched film on Dick Buckus. <laughs> and... I don't know the telltales. Everyone hears shit about their parents, but I, apparently my dad was a monster, and you know he had a lot of opportunities to play at Iowa and Iowa State and all that shit. But um, you know, you hear that that was so. When I grew up, it was just bears, 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 yeah, and then no my brother for some reason goes opposite and goes, "I'm a Rams fan, <laughs> obsessed with Marshall Falk and Kurt Kurt Warner, Iowa boys." So you gotta yeah. respect that, but you know. I just didn't understand. So I'm Bears. Like, we'll get back to you, Cody. Jason, what is your tie to the Packers? Uh, yeah. So I mean, my dad grew up in uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, originally, um, and he he told me about like back when uh, the Packers were playing in County Stadium before you know they were in Lambeau. Yeah. He was telling me about how he would like you know him and his friends would be riding bikes around the neighborhood and they'd be able to go up this hill and kind of. Not see the game, but they'd be able to kind of like peek into yeah. it, you know. Oh, that's uh, kind of tight. I will yeah, say, yeah, that's kind of tight. Yeah. So I mean, when I, I mean, I was born in '91. Favre, you know, came to the Packers in '92 from the trade from the Falcons, yeah. and it's like, Favre. you know, my dad's big into them. When I was what five years old, they win the Super Bowl or six, whatever. Uh, they win the Super Bowl, and then uh, you know, it's like, why wouldn't I? Why yeah. wouldn't I be a fan? You know, my dad's big into him. And- Favre wasn't even the MVP. Wasn't Desmond Howard the MVP of that in '97? No, no, '96. It was, uh, it was uh, the guy that returned the. Uh- that's that's Desmond Howard. He returned it. Played at Michigan. He returned that kickoff. Oh yeah, Desmond yeah, yeah. Howard. Yeah, Hello, yeah. Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how big I know this Packers much Packers fan shit over here. 
Yeah, huge, huge Packers. I, I was five years old. At well, no, you were right though. He goes, no, the the same guy that returned the kickoff. You were right. You, right, right. You were yeah. right. Yeah. So let's bring it back to you, Cody. So you were saying your guy is your dad was a huge Marino fan and all that. So, and that's kind of you're kind of like my buddy Brock Anderson. Like we're he's from Iowa. Like when you're from Iowa, the two you have, of course, your Lions and you have your Vikings fans. But if I'm gonna say there's Let's just throw out a even. Let's just throw out a number for all you potato brains out there. They ain't got nothing going on upstairs, and that little hamster isn't running on that wheel right. If you got a hundred people, I would say about seventy-five, which is seventy-five percent, is either Bears fans or fucking Packers fans. Mm-hmm. But then you got the oddballs. Oh yeah, and which makes me think of guys. The oddballs. I think of guys like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like like you fucking like guys like you're just like my buddy Brock like he is but that was his thing he watched Dan Marino that was his hero growing up Dan Marino so that was your biggest thing Dan Marino your dad and all that stuff I mean it wasn't even Dan Marino it was just you know I wanted to be like my dad so you know he was he was a Dolphins fan I didn't know any better fucking might regret it a little bit but hey I mean it's been a rough fucking how many years by the way that's pretty smooth. Say no. What that? I like that vodka. That new vodka. That is. That's actually real. I like. That's smoother than Tito's. Hey, hundred percent. Hey, just so you know, we're at the liquor store and right yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get this Tito's and, yeah. and this <laughs> this old timer gray hair, fucking just just. You're big a vodka water guy. He just he just big leagued him. He's <laughs> like, hey, you don't want this Tito's. You want the? Well, I don't even know what it's called. Bushel. Bushel. Something. He's like Riley. Riley just you know. Anything alcohol involved, I'm down. Like you don't gotta, you don't gotta twist my arm, fucking kick me in the dick to you say, drink. Oh, it's double distilled. You need this. He's like, oh, fuck it, man. I mean, you've been around the block. You're like 65 years old. I'll take it. You know what's funny is I don't know if you guys realize, but that bushel's the same proof as Tito's was. He literally didn't sell me well, nothing. Well, what did he say? He said, I just gotta sell like 2,000 more of these. No, like, 23,000 to get. It's <laughs> like, dude, relax, bro. To, go, to get a trip to you Disneyland. Fucking old fuck. And then we got Steven Seagal in the background. <laughs> that guy's dick's so big, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. It's like Howard Stern. How big's your cock, man? Like, you, you, like, do you like it or what? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So, where the, where, how did we just get on this rant here? These why are we talking are about dicks? Right? It always we're, leads we're to dicks. About the, we were talking about the dolphins, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's why, because well, y'all yeah. are cocksuckers. Yeah, let, let me get back here. So, so coming from Illinois, I, I'm not a sheep. I'm not gonna follow, you know, Packers Bears. You know, you know, I'm a little bit, a little bit better than that, Jay. So better than that. So you know, yeah, it's been a rough. What I mean, my whole life, my whole life being a Dolphins fan, it's been terrible. But hey, I'm telling you, Tua looked rough last year. He just came out of a, a serious hip injury. Let's fucking get it going. So, this year. so let me say something because I told this to Brock, and Brock was like, "No, I think you're dumb." Brock, you'd have to meet my buddy Brock, and he actually went to Western. You might have met him if you would fucking know him. I was blacked out ninety percent every time. <laughs> and so, so I told him, I said, "Okay," I said, "Let me put this in this." I said, "Fitz Magic have has led you. I think you guys were six and three at the time, six and two. Or was it five and three or five and two? It was one of those things. Hard tell. And he got hurt, and Tua took over, and whatever, blah blah blah. And I said, okay, well, when Fitzmagic gets back, I said, no, he didn't get hurt at all. You no, guys no. just, yeah, 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 we, yeah. We just, you we, just, we just switched it out. Yeah. And I said, okay, so why would you take that momentum? And he goes, I actually like that. I said, okay, why? And he said, well, let's see what he's got. I said, so 
if he losing, y'all don't make the playoffs. Is Brian McKnight? Wait, Brian? No, no, Flores. Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian, Brian McKnight's a fucking <laughs> yeah. singer, dude. And are you gonna be happy with that outcome? He said, "We'll be happy. We'll live and die with that." I said, "Dude, I think you're not gonna be happy with that outcome." I would just ride Fitzmagic all the way. Tua, Tua did good things. But I think that's why I'm asking the, asking this question. Sorry, burp. Pause. No pause. Asking you this question: Should you guys have rode Fitzmagic? So you know, I'm a little mixed feelings about it. So like, I'm a, dude. I fucking love Fitzy. I don't know how you can't love Fitzy. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a journeyman, dude. But uh, I mean, you know, I, I like them putting Tua in, but I, I'm gonna be honest. There was a huge difference between the play calling for Fitzmagic in and Tua in. You know, it, it was so. Yeah, you know they're they're playing it safe with Tua, just a little dunk and dive passes, and it just it wouldn't open it up. And then it looks like a Bears offense. I mean, you, you <laughs> said it, not me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Chan Gailey, he's from fucking how old is he? He's like seventy years old. Yeah. I'm glad we got rid of him. And I think Tua coming off that hip injury, it didn't help him any. Didn't have an off season, you know, with COVID and everything. I mean. This year, I think it's going to be a completely different ball game. I mean, we got we got weapons at wide receiver now. Finally, what, what's what's the record? Ooh. What's the Dolphins' record? Okay, so it's got to be. Do we have to like go outside for that, by the way. No. Okay, good. We're about <laughs> um, to spark one up, boys. No, I I I think so. We went ten and six last year. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna go eleven and well, what is it now? I bet you guys win. I bet you guys will compete in the East. No, yeah. I mean, I'm scared of the Bills. I'm not nope, gonna lie. I'm not. You know why? Mm-hmm. Guess what? They always say the second year, um, help me with my words, the second year the second drought year, or oh, whatever. Yeah, 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 with yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I just don't believe in that defense they have over there running in Bill's Mafia. You know what I, I mean? I mean, I'm scared of the offense. I'm not really scared of the defense. I think but. you guys are putting something together. I, I'm going to put you guys with 17-game schedule. I'm going to put you guys – Winning the East, and Ooh, I have you guys. Go. I have you guys at eleven and six. Winning the East. That, that hey, eleven and six. That's where I'm at. My my big thing is a lot of people are questioning all the. the now where do you got the making. Bears? Like thirteen and thirteen and four. Well, here, here's, the, here's the question: <laughs> are, are they going to go with Fields, or are they going to stick with the Red? Uh, Nagy just said we're going to go with Fields. That's what oh, he said last sure? week. He said that last week. I don't Wait, know. Really? He so that, he really did. Yes. So I don't know if that's true though. I, I thought I, they were saying with Dalton. No, Nagy. From what my buddy. Mills, who I run this podcast with, he sent me a text and said, Nagy just said they're going with Fields. Mike Ditka, my guy, the coach, said, you draft him, why not go with him? You have a lot of these guys don't pressure him in a situation. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I want to see him in the situation. Yeah. He ain't going to get it. Any, if Here's what people need to understand. We haven't had an offensive line with the Chicago Bears since I've been fucking alive, and I wish you guys could see my fucking <laughs> hand movements because I'm pissed off right now. Him sitting and watching the Red Rocket is not going to do anything compared to this year to next year. Because guess what? We're going to have the same old shitty old line. We're going to fucking... I I need guys like Olin Kruntz in there. I need guys like Roberto Garza. Guys that want to fucking fist fight in the trenches. Not some soft ass dudes. I do love Cody Whitehair. That guy's a different guy. I wish my guy Eric Cush would come. But uh, listen to me. I sound like Todd McShay. Todd, 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 Todd. You, you, know lo- you love the big uglies. I love big. I tell I you mean, what. That makes all the difference. You, you know were a big line. ugly. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, hold the ugly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. J- Jason, good look. He's a good looking I was, guy. I was, I was a right He's tackle. Sparking, yeah. yeah, we're sparking this up. Everyone knows. We're, this is the Young Guy Podcast. We do whatever we want around here. We're getting ready to smoke a J. We're drinking vodka. We're drinking fucking whiskey. We're drinking. What's this called? Brood oh, in Texas. This is basically. This is the. This is the. 
It's a hopadilla. This is the Rogan. This is the Joe Rogan podcast, but not as popular. Right. We do it. We fucking won around here <laughs> in the unguided podcast. But no, like I feel like Elon Musk smoking this joint right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like, it's very sad because Jason. I respect the Packers, and I've always told everybody. Remember Corey Ricky from our floor? Yeah, he's my roommate. He would get so <laughs> salty at me when he would say, "He fuck Aaron Rodgers." I said, "I'd take Aaron was Rodgers." He, was he a Bears guy? Yeah, he was a Bears fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, diehard, just like me. And he'd be like, he'd be like, he's like, I don't understand how you're cheering for the Packers right now. I said, Well, I want if the Bears can't make the playoffs, I want someone from the NFC North to win the Super Bowl. I will say that to the day I die because it shows That's how strong how our are? conference are. Yes, and he's like, he's like, you're not really a fucking true Bears fan. Then I said, I'll tell you this right now: if Aaron Rodgers is on the market, I'll take Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat. Like that's just, I, I don't understand it, you know. But as a Bears fan to the Packers thing, be honest. I think if we had a good O line, because we've always had a defense, we're be honest. We're only missing an O line. If we had a good O line for protection, would we not be good? Well, I mean, now you have a quarterback. Well, uh, yes, I don't, we'll I don't think. I don't we think. Don't know. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think Mitchell, even with a, I'll call him Mitchell. I don't think I don't think he was. Uh, I erupted when he got drafted. I was. I remember where I was. I was in my living room, Denver, Colorado. I got pissed. I was drinking a fucking Coors Light. Coors motherfucking light. It was glass. I slammed the motherfucker on the floor. Mounds are blue. That's the, the first and, problem right there. And my roommate goes, "What's your problem?" I said, "What do you mean?" And he says, "What's your problem?" I said, "That motherfucker's retarded." Like, uh, what are we doing? Like, Virginia McCaskey, who owns the Bears right now, George Hallis, handed it down to her because that's a. Um, if you guys, I'm not gonna give you guys all the details on who George Hallis is and Virginia McCaskey. Motherfucker's 90, so you got guys like Ryan Pace that are running this. So we're trading up to get a fucking guy that only played one year. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. I was mad. Pass on Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes too. That draft, yep. right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that was a Speaking really of Patrick good. Mahomes, traded, traded I was up, traded up. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's the Pat, thing. Patty Mahomes, dude. Yeah, good guy. Fucked his assistant. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey you also you hung out with his brother for a while. Right? Yeah, good guy. Super good guy. Like, yeah, Jackson's a, a really cool dude. Believe it or not, it was yeah, crazy. Jackson Mahomes is your kind of people. So, dude, it's big, big, um, <laughs> uh, big hype guy. Real big hype well, guy. Hey, I hey, tried to get tell, him on the podcast. Tell us that story. How how did that all? How'd that all come about? Okay, so here's what happened. Long story short, between me, you, and the fence post, and anybody who listens. Um, so, what's, what's that mean? You've been saying that all day. Between so, me and the fence post. Between me, you, and the fence post. So fence posts are normally only about six foot wide. Like when you put a fence this post, the fence post. Shit, huh? This is no, 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 no. This <laughs> is farming. I'm giving you farming 101. When you lay posts out, you try to do like eight foot or whatnot, or six foot. Goddamn, sorry. I'm feeling a little spacey. And uh, so. <laughs> So I meet this girl. She's, you know, Mahomes' assistant. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I don't need to, I, I don't care telling this story because she doesn't work for him anymore. And with anybody who's listening, I heard Patrick Mahomes is a super nice guy, great guy to work for. She just wanted something more and developing her career. And I'm like, whatever. She, I told her about myself, blah, blah. She's like, so you're pretty obsessed with football. I'm like, obsessed is a fucking understatement. She goes, I work for so-and-so. I was like, yeah, whatever, bullshit. She's like, do you want to come to a concert this week? And I said, what type of concert? She goes, well, I can get us uh, front passes to uh, Miranda Lambert. Quick smoke break. Quick smoke break. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Riley smoke, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> and so I go, and we're sitting at the Miranda Lambert concert, and um, who shows up? Fucking old, old Jackson. Good, super nice guy. 
And we go, we're sitting there, and we get bottle service, blah, 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 super nice guy. And we go to another bar, and we get bottle service. And me being the nice guy, because I'm not a cheapskate or scumball, I pull out my credit card. He says, hey, I got this. Okay, you got it? Great. I said, here's what I'll do for you in return. I'll be your security. We go, I'm kind of a security. Like, with a bad back. Like, with a bad back. And I'm just throwing these college kids, because you got to understand, Jackson's only 21 or 22, somewhere around there. So we go to these college bars. So these kids are, oh, my God, I want to. And I tell you what, dude, I never seen anybody pull so much pussy without even trying in my life, and the guy's only a TikTok star. But here's what Is I will say. Is that what he's famous yeah, for? Yeah. TikTok? But here's what I'll say. He's famous for, for being Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. And so he is, but he... He's yes, but no, I'll, no offense, Jackson. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but I will say he's a super, super humble guy. Very, very nice. Treated me with respect, and I, I ain't got nothing but love and respect for that guy. Respect. Yeah. So, and we go, and I'm fucking the assistant and everything, and everything's going smooth, and you know what? Things better, bigger off, and uh, she goes and she's doing something now. I'm not gonna name her name because we still fuck. So I can't put <laughs> you, her on blast. You at least gonna get some fucking tickets out of it, or what? Congrats on the sex, Riley. Um, no, um, you could ask her. She'll say it was miserable. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. You guys have seen my pecker at small. Uh, you know what I mean? Too, too many times, honestly. <laughs> I'm a stuff and tuck type of guy. I think I think you were one of them. You and Jordan were one of the guys that I, I, I texted you guys and like, hey, if I see your dick one more time on Snapchat, I'm, I'm unfollowing you. <laughs> well, like, you were, you got true. super mad about, well, no, the one thing about you and my buddy Josh from Colorado, he was like, Riley, if you send me more shit Snapchats, I'm fucking done. Cody's over here just laughing at my shit Snapchats. <laughs> but Jay's getting pissed off about seeing me getting my dick sucked or me fucking someone. I'm just like, you got to see what daddy's working with. Is it hey, good or is it not? Hey, I'm not going to lie. My favorite part of those Snapchats is when you would raid the girl's fridge after and just steal, <laughs> steal whatever food was in there and just run the fuck off. Like, hey, this is this is my tip right now. Dude, I haven't done pizza. that in a while, guys. Get the fuck on it. Like, I tried. I got caught. I got caught a month what ago. Do they, what do they say to that? So what, when what I go, were you stealing too? I was stealing like this, like the good essentials, like like the ham and turkey, like for like lunch <laughs> meat. That's a, like, oh, he went, like, he went to the fridge for that know, one. Said, "Fuck like, the freezer." Like so, I used to. So let me tell everybody. So it was a running joke one time. I was super. So not everyone thinks I'm a scumball. Let me tell the story. He is. I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one time I was fucking hammered hanging out with this girl in Denver, and I was like, "I want something to eat," and she goes, "Okay, I'll make you something to eat," and then. Um, can you go home because uh, my my kids are coming over? I was banging a milf. I said, yeah, I can. And so I said, okay, well, how about I just go home now? And she said, yeah, that's fine. Did you find yourself something to eat? I said, no, there ain't nothing in here. Well, I found all of her fucking steaks and her lunch meat, so I just stuffed it in my fucking pants. And I was joking. I wasn't gonna take it, but then I made a Snapchat story of it and sent it to my brother and. I'm not going to name names, but everybody back home and they're like, you need to do this every time you fuck a girl. So I started <laughs> doing started? So I started doing it and everyone's like, Riley, the fucking refrigerator raider robbery. I was the triple R's, dude. Riley refrigerator raider. And so I would do it every time and I'm like, God damn, this is right. So last time I left Denver. Yo, could you imagine if, if somebody called the cops like, hey, I just fucked this dude. But he, he just robbed my, me. He just bought <laughs> my groceries. He, he took all my pizza rolls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, and I'm not a, like, I don't take anything obviously valuable. Like, dude, I don't need your shit. Like, let's be, let's make it's this. joke. Yeah. It's, it's really was a Snapchat joke that turned into something like viral between friends and, and everything. So the running joke was, is every time I fucked a girl, I would go in the refrigerator and I would take something like a snack pack or a fucking 
pop or something. And it was just kind of a, the, the running joke. And I started sending it to everybody. And everyone's like, dude, that's hilarious as fuck. Like, you got to keep doing that. Yeah, and it I, really was. And <laughs> I don't, I quit doing that because I was like, okay, yeah, I'm only like taking like $2.50 worth of stuff. But like, Kind of felt like a scumball. <laughs> like, you know, I picture that girl that's like, my kids are coming over. You just say all their fucking like go-gurts and shit. <laughs> and the, the, the funniest thing was is this girl goes, I said, can I get something to eat? And she goes, yeah, but just don't take the Chinese. She had this like Chinese that she ordered and stuff. And I said, the Chinese, I, I said, I don't see no Chinese. I said, you already ate that. She's like, no, I brought it home. I said, there ain't no Chinese in here. Well, I took the Chinese and I hid it in the cupboard. And then she's like, God damn. She's like, I'm, I must have ate it. She went and took a shower. I heated it up in the microwave and I fucking scarfed that shit fucking down like a motherfucker. And she goes, damn. She's like, let me check the trash can real quick. She goes over. She's like, fuck, I did eat that. And I said, I'm just sitting there. I'm trying so hard not to fucking crack up. And she's like, oh, God damn, I did eat that. She's like, you want anything else? Like, I'll make you something. I was like, no, I swallowed a June bug. I'm pretty, pretty good. I'm like, I'm yeah, I'm dumb yeah. and dumber if anybody. And she's like, oh, I thought you were hungry. And she, obviously, everyone knows where this story's going. I ate fucking Chinese food <laughs> and whatever. Hey, fuck it, bud. <laughs> Those joints almost out. Yep. Getting get a little harsh. But you know what, boys and girls, you know, it's all about having fun. Um, <clears throat> this is a special podcast. I haven't seen these boys in a while. You know, I tried to make the connection when I first moved down here. You know, COVID hit. Uh, COVID. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is it real? I don't know. Fuck, who knows what it's real? Fuck, Dr. Fucky. I mean, fou- I mean, ass fuck. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Taking in the ass. I can't remember his name. Who knows what his Hard name tell. is? Fuck, this is kind of like, I love the way we're sitting here with this podcast. Just good old boys. No, look at that little rudge out of here, bud. Hey, we're <laughs> having a time, boys. We're having a time. So now we're sitting here in Austin, you know. It was it was funny because, like, Jason, the recruiter, has been trying to get me down here. <laughs> Cody's been trying to get me down here. Hey, by the way, I got to bring up this wedding situation. I'm calling you out. Oh, shit. And I already heard why I wasn't invited. I'm, I'm, I respect Let, that. Let's hear if it's true. I, I respect it. So... Cody hits me up, tells that he did. He did reach out, say he got engaged and blah, 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 and all that great stuff. I didn't get invited to the wedding. Okay, no worries. Whatever. I was a little salty. And so, for, you know, I was talking about it because for guy, I'll be honest, anything that I'm going through with you guys, like let's say if I'm pissed off at Jay or fucking pissed off at Burger, anything, like I do talk to Ford because Ford is a guy like Ford's a mediator, dude. Yeah. You guys know that. Like, and so Ford told me why I didn't get invited to your wedding. And he could have been making this up. Because you got kicked out of his way. <laughs> exactly. I mean, so, what do you so, expect? No, that's that's exactly what he said. He said, Cody's scared that you're going to get too drunk and you're going to make a fool of yourself at the wedding. I mean, it, it was a mixed bag. So and, it was, it was that yeah. that was a big part of it. And also, and we had to, we, we tried to keep it around 200. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my wife has a big Filipino sugar. family. And like I mean, sugar. shit, after, what's it's in like there? Sugar on the bottom of the cup. <laughs> Sugar? But I mean, Sugar. shit. I, after we after we invited the family alone, that was like a hundred people. So I, you know, between her friends and my friends, I had to limit it. And I'm like, well, fuck, Riley might ruin it. Yeah. No, no, no. And and that's and that's and that was and I understood that. Like, obviously, you're gonna have your guys. Like, me and you, we hung out and we got drunk a lot in college. But after college, we kind of didn't keep in contact a lot but then after Ford's wedding we kept in contact more Mm -hmm. and then you saw me get blacked out at Ford's wedding (laughs) before that's what Ford told me and you know I 
I was, I'll be honest with you, I was pretty salty at it. Like, I was, because I felt like after the Forks wedding, we came closer and became better friends and we talked and we Snapchatted and blah, 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 all that bullshit. And you invited me down just like Jason did. And I was just like, oh, the motherfucker didn't invite me. Like, I took that personal. No, I but mean, for, I but don't for, want you to take Because it I'll be honest, if I get married, you'll be invited to my wedding, you know, now but I, feel I like an asshole. no, I know that's the whole point. <laughs> and you know, you know, and, I, and Forgus didn't make me a fucking groomsman. And I know why. So I made an asshole of myself as an usher, but I, I'm going to make four, I'm going to make four get groomsmen. So he feels like an asshole for making me an usher. <laughs> yeah. And so, but you know, I understand that. And, I, and that's the thing, like, dude, I, I had to call you out right here because no, I, I have friends. It. I have friends from high school who I've known for years who haven't invited me because they're like you're unpredictable at a wedding. I mean, you know what I mean? are they wrong though? That's no, what they they, think. at the time, at the time, hundred percent right. immature. Like now that I've everybody kind of knows, I went and I got help with my alcohol abuse and all that bullshit. So now I'm in a better place. Like so, hopefully you get invited and now yeah, you yeah. can kind of hey, fucking hey, figure it out. Hey, if we're getting married this year, I mean, I wouldn't Oh, yeah, I'm on an Uber there, dude. <laughs> but you know what? Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see if you get invited to my wedding. Oh, no, I don't expect <laughs> it because if, if I do, I'm wearing a Bears tuxedo, dude. I got to. Hey, no, I do. I, I have to respect that you weren't like that. I had a, a couple individuals that, I mean, I knew them in high school. Weren't I mean, I was friends of friends. Yeah. But they would reach me out like, Hey, uh, um, uh, when's the wedding? When should we start coming down? I'm like, how do you, how do you, no, how do you, no, how do you go about that? No, honestly, I mean, I was trying to, I'm asking you cause you're a married man. Like, because that comes up with everything because I've had some people that I've been like, like friends with not acquaintances, like in college that have gotten married. And I, I know probably why I didn't get married. I mean, not married. Jesus Christ. I'm a little spacey right now. And um, first joint I've smoked in a month, boys. I, mean, I didn't say that. I've never smoked marijuana. But um, so burp, no burp, pause. And um, where I'm getting at with this is like, I kind of figured why. But at the same time, I was like, eh, I kind of felt disrespect. And they go, it really comes down to who are my really close friends with family. You don't understand. Like I can invite 10 friends and then the family has to get invited no matter what. No, honestly, man, it, it comes down to, honestly, it all comes down to budget. If mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie with you, when it comes to- What was the like, hardest thing when someone came to you and was like, hey, dude, like, am I coming? Like, me, you know me, Cody. You're nice, way nicer than me. If someone came to me, like, I'm just going to use you. Say this. If I ever get married, you guys are both going to be there. I'm telling you this right now. Put it on record. You guys will because even after anything me and Jay have been through and even in college when I tried to fight some of your friends, Cody, <laughs> you've always been nice to me. Yeah. You've always been good to me. So- no matter what happens, we'll always be lifelong friends. But like that would be an awkward conversation for me. But you're nice. Me, I'm a douche. I'm like, I mean, yeah, we were friends back in the day, but I ain't talked to you in six, seven months. I talked oh, to yeah. fucking Leroy, who I just met this year <laughs> every day. Like he's coming. You're not sorry. No, I mean, I mean it just comes out like I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, like if it was up to me and we, budget wasn't a thing, man, we could have met 500 people. Yeah. You know, it just came down to, I mean. Who do you? Who are you closest with? Who do you keep in contact with the most? And like, and there's a couple people that reached out. I'm like, hey, honestly, man, like, we had we had a budget, right? I mean, we haven't talked for how long, <laughs> right? And I'm like, I just couldn't do it. I mean, a, a family took up half the wedding. But is is getting married because I know some of the people I don't keep in contact with. But it's for instance, we talked about it earlier. Like like Forg, Forg's a best friend of all of ours. Oh yeah. Forg is anybody not know this best guy? Best human you'll ever meet. Dude, best, best dude ever. It, it, 
I'll tell you this, and I always Let's get him on the line too. I, I want to. Can we try to call Forgus yeah, right now and text him, and then we'll try to get him on the line? Forgus is probably. And I and I'm not trying to get emotional now. Forgus is probably we don't talk as much as we should. Forgus is my best friend. Oh, yeah. Forgus has been there and seen me in my darkest times. He's been there to where I can text him, but he'll be one of those guys. He's working on his medical degree. Everybody knows we talked about it earlier. He's trying to become a doctor. He's almost there to where he doesn't get a chance to talk to us a lot, mm-hmm. but he will be right there next to my brother when I get married. Absolutely. Like my brother's going to be my best man, but Ford doesn't know this. Ford will be right there next to him. And, and you the know? Thing, thing about Ford is, is no matter what you're going through, he, he will not judge you. You know, No, he, not at all. You and he's, He'll give you all the advice he can give. Forgus is the Forgus didn't grow up with a lot. Let's make this clear with everybody. And we don't we gotta tell a story and get in too much detail, but Forgus didn't grow up with a lot. But would it be fair to say if you had a thousand dollar tab, he would pay that thousand dollar tab. Mm-hmm. He would legit figure out how yeah. to pay that motherfucker. Just selfless motherfucker. He, I'll tell you that. He is the most selfless dude I've ever met in my life. And that's why. He, he it's, always it's used tough. To, he always it's used tough. to joke around because he would always come back to Western with a with a different car, and it was some beater car, <laughs> yeah, like a six hundred dollar car. And he'd be like, "Yep, rich boy Ford, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got rich boy Ford got a new car, and it was like some six hundred dollar beat to shit car." But hey, and shout out to his wife too. Him, Stephanie's him, a saint, dude. Him going through she devil medical school. I mean that that's a long fucking that's years. Steph, and years. if you ever listen to this, you know she. Devil. I don't know if Steph likes my podcast. She probably doesn't. <laughs> why, why would she? Hard <laughs> telling if she likes you, Riley. I don't know. No, Nobody dude. really knows. Who knows? But you know, and I'm I'm not getting no service. So who knows if we're gonna get him on? I would love to. You got to connect to my Wi-Fi. The uh, the Wi-Fi is Packers House. <laughs> I'd rather not connect to that motherfucker. You won't get service here unless you connect to my Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured. Password's got to be... Dorsey Levin's 25? (laughs) It's actually a shout-out to my puppy, Deli Belly. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, we talk about guys like Forgus... I'm going to give him a call. Yeah, I would would give him a call. I I texted him. I was like, can I call you right now? But we'll just... I, I would try and see if we can get him on. You know what I mean? Like that, that guy right there. I mean, put in this password. Um, let, think, let's think about, let's give a shout out right now to Fork. Think of all the best friends you've had in your life. Would you, I don't care who you know, because I can think of a best friend right now who I could call right now and say, I can get to you, but it might be on Monday. If I called Forgus, guess what? Coming, he's coming right now. You know what I mean? Uh, he's he's got he's probably in the lab. He's probably in surgery right Don't now. Don't let that phone number go through. Yeah, in, <laughs> incorrect password. You must not have paid the bill this oh. week. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> no, I, honestly, man. I mean, here, here's the thing with me. I didn't, me and my family were close, but we're not. You know, Jay Jay's got a really close family. Yeah, do anything for him. My family will too, but we, you know, growing up. They were divorced and everything, so it wasn't. We weren't as close right. as we have the same. Years. We literally have yeah. the same background. We're just me, about me that. and Cordy, me and Cody, everyone just everyone knows what he's about to explain. We, me and Cody, come from the same background. Like Jason is like very fortunate to be around that whole family thing where the parents are still and everything. But like, I'll let Cody still talk about what he's saying. But we basically come from the same. We're cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my parents split up when I was about six years old, and then, you know, kind of moved around couple times and you know went through the bullshit 
But uh, I'll tell you one thing. My friends are like my family. So I have so Thanks, many good friends. Hey, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, they come down all the way from Illinois to come down to Austin for, you know, I had a, had a Prager kegger the other day. Had a, had first firstborn. And people came all the way down just for that shit. And they'll come down the drop of a hat. I'm like, hey, this is going on. They're like, hey, I'll be there. Right. And that shit right there, like, my friends are my closest family. And, man, I got to give respect to that. I love that shit. I got a question for both of y'all. So you go through high school. Well, let's just even go back. Let's talk it from grade school to middle school or junior high, whatever you call it, to high school to college. I can count on these two hands on how many friends I have. Well, I can count on one hand how many friends I still have from grade school. I can count on this hand how many people I have from junior high. I can count on how many people on this one hand I have from high school. Mm. You know how my best friends that I met in my life? College. Oh, my God. Is this the one and only? Is it Lynn? <laughs> oh, uh, is Lynn trying to get on the podcast right now? She just interrupts like nothing's going on. <laughs> oh, She's shit. embarrassed right now. What's up, babe? What's up? Do you want to get a shout oh, out? No shit. free shout outs. Where's the check? Who, who you want to shout out? Let's get a shout out from Lynn. This is Jay. Wait, real quick. Let me introduce her. This is Jason Dockhouse. Oh, they're giving a kiss right now. I wish we could have heard that. But, um, oh, oh, there it was. Hey, shout out. No free shout out. Lynn, first time I've met you. Hi. Nice to meet you. This is Jake. Nice to meet you. Right. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Jacob. Oh, easy now. I've, I've heard a lot about A lot about it. Good things or bad things. Hey, shout out to Lynn, the fiance of Jason Dockhauer. Say what you want to say. Hello, everybody. She's a legend in her own mind. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't Um, do a shout out like, hey, my uh, future husband's got a big pecker or something like that. She should be lying. No, that's not a lie. But also, like, shout out. To myself, because I just oh. got off of work. Yeah, <laughs> I heard on Saturday. I, well, here's what here's the thing. Let me tell you this right now. We were sitting there and um, we had to run some errands for you. And you know what? You know what your lovely future husband said. He said, "You know, we could make her do it, but you know what? She's worked hard all day. She's only coming home for a one hour break. We're gonna go do it for her. Do you care, Riley?" I said, "Fuck no, I don't care." You guys are welcoming me into your home? I did home? say that. He did Damn say that. I swear to God, he really said that. And I'll tell you what, guys. If you guys don't know what she looks like, she's a smoke show. If she was single, I'd try to hit on her. But I don't I don't have any chance. So it's, we're all good. No maybe, chance. <laughs> maybe, 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 we should, we should, maybe she has some friends that wants a bald-headed, overweight guy. Like a 30% body fat? Who knows? But, hey, you're not, you're but, not that bald, bro. No, I know. You're not but, the, you, you don't have the Blake Bortles. While we, while we have her here... What was while we have her here? What is the what was the pickup line? What was the line? Yeah, from from Jason. Oh, it's actually pretty good. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, it was. Speak in the mic. Sorry. Hello. Um. So he. And where'd you guys meet? And what was the pickup line? Tinder, baby. Okay, fair enough. I like that. Okay, fair enough. He slid in the DMs, and I remember it. It's been like what six years, and he said, "Hey, you don't have anything in your bio." And I want to get to know you. So here are a couple questions. And he proceeded to. Uh, I said, let's play 20 questions. Oh. Something like that. But he gave me questions to answer to start the conversation. Okay. And then I asked him those questions back. And then the rest is history. And then we begged. 
Oh, yeah. how long did it last? I'm kind of getting turned on right now. And like Howard Stern would say, "Has the guy got a huge cock or what?" <laughs> I love the dude. You know what's crazy is that you see you see all your friends around you getting married and like. I have a I have a bet going on right now. Well, I shouldn't say this because everyone's gonna be like, "God damn, you love to bet and gamble." That's not it at all. I have no gambling problem, no drinking problem. Like, let's go, guys. He's got you, no you, problem. You gamble I'm, every week. I, I gamble every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just competitive, but you know, um, chill, dude, relax. And um, so we're going, and it goes back to everything I said, like. When you see your friends get married and everything like that, you try to do something similar to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Because, like, like you were saying earlier, and I don't feel like he's a big fella. De- Deli's playing. Dude, my, Deli's? My, puppy, my puppy right now is playing with uh, my fiance. Or, excuse me. Yeah, Riley. Lily. Riley's yeah, yeah. dog. Riley's dog is playing with my fiance, and my dog is not happy about that. She's <laughs> a little jealous. You can tell that she loves her over you. 100%. Yes. And so you get to talking, and we were talking about earlier, and we don't have to name this guy at all, but we went to college with him, and he was kind of wild like me, and now he wants to find, like, we want to. he wants to find, like, love and like hang out and all that it's just like you know what makes a man get to that point like what like for cody he explained earlier but like jay like you were you were fucking wild too back in the day like what made you like kind of want to settle down i wasn't wild like you (laughs) why you gonna put me on blast like that dude um i mean the biggest fucking legend though on campus i've never seen someone and i i know you don't care because i'm gonna say i've never i don't care and my stepdaddy choose I've never seen anyone chew more lippers than this dude in my life. Yeah. In my life. Like, yeah, no, it was, it go, was bad back in the we'd day. We'd come to fucking Henninger, fucking 834,000, whatever the fucking room number was. 810. And there'd be 34 bottles lined of spit chew. And I'm like, dude, That's, clean I told you that earlier. Up, That's because all my buddies were up there chewing too. It wasn't yeah. just me. Blame it on other people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't just me. Oh, we got the dogs. Now we got the dogs in here. Okay, we got trouble. All right, I'm going to direct this out. You guys keep talking. What was that made you think of it? Billy, get out of here! <laughs> think of what, right? Yeah, You're going to get a whooping! <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not abusive. Only if I have a child, maybe. Oh, shit. He's not babysitting for me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, um, no, I would be a great babysitter. Um, but, um, seriously though, he's got a huge cock here, Howard Stern. (laughs) (laughs) So we go back and like, dude, so you were talking about earlier what, and she's here. You can say it out loud. It doesn't matter what made you want to focus on kind of, Hey, like she probably knows everything that's going on. Lynn, you're in the background. We see you, whatever. No free shout outs, by the way. Um, you got to pay me a check after this. And (laughs) what made you want to settle down? Cody talked about it earlier that, Amanda kind of went to bat for him and would do all this stuff. Like, is that the same way your old lady is? You're going to make me say this right yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, I'm right, putting right, you on blast. When, when like, she's here. Yeah. And she look at her. Look at her yeah, right behind get, you. Hey, she was you, might, you might get something out of it. You might yeah. get <laughs> your heart out. No, I mean, when you when you find the one, you know, you find the one. Yeah. And no, and the, the difference is, is you hang out and like we're all adults here Lynn can agree like you meet a lot of different people and you date a different a lot of different people and you go through people and it's like but when you find the one what is something that drags you and says god damn it 
I've normally do this type of steps. I take her on a date. I get to know her. We hook up. We go on more dates. I introduce her to my family. But I haven't taken that step with taking her on a vacation. Or I haven't done this, this, and that with her. Where? What makes you go to that next step when you meet a girl that you really, really value and love? Oh, yeah. And you can, either of you guys can. I mean, I'll, I'll take it here. I mean, it comes down to, I mean, you got to find your best friend. As corny as that sounds, like if you can't be yourself around that person, and you can't just, you know, Lynn's back here. Lynn's back here, bobbing her head. Like, I, mean, I love that, it. That's the most, love most truthful thing you can say. Like, and, and when it comes to me and my relationship, like, it took me almost losing it to really understand how much it meant to me. And then after that, like, man, we're best. I'm talking best friends. Like, I, I have great friends from back home, great friends here, but like, she understood understands me to my core like she gets everything and she just doesn't judge and and do you uh, Cody already knows this but I'm going to paint a picture for the audience the first time I ever met your wife was in Denver Colorado oh, yeah and um he invited me over to one of our buddies houses Jordan he had a he had a place in Denver and Cody knowing the way that I am and um he fucking invited me over and <laughs> It, he took a chance on me that I, and he doesn't know this and I don't ever tell him. I respect him for that because he could have taken what he saw from Forgus's wedding, like the drunk Riley, the dickhead Riley, like blah, 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 and been like, eh, I'm never going to fucking introduce. But you know what he did? He introduced me. And dude, like, the thing about Cody's wife is she's an absolute ledge. And what I mean by that, she's that's a bro. She's, she just. Wants to make sure everyone's having a good time and she's selfless. She's she's not selfish at all. And when I met her, she goes, I've heard a lot about you. Heard a lot about you. And I said, I don't know what that means. And um, uh, I chug a beer. No, that's where I'm going to, the next one. And so she goes, and she goes, I heard you can chug beer. I chug beer, everything's good. And it's funny as fuck that... Lynn just walked in. She gave me a hug and goes, I've heard a lot about you. I've heard a lot about you. I don't know where this is going, but you know, it's crazy that when you find the right person, you know, and the steps that you take to find that process that it all works out in the end. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, so. I mean shit. I mean, I met, I met my wife on Bumble. I mean, that's wild. Know, like that shit. Why are people, why are people scared to admit that? See, I don't know. Like to me, I mean, I didn't go on Bumble looking for a wife. Cause let's, let's, I'm going to paint the picture for everybody. I'm not going to give no Instagrams out or anything like that because Jay and Cody are both very, very no homo, no pause, very good looking guys. Like they, they really are. They like, they, they honestly really are. And it takes a lot for me to say that because I'm into pussy. So <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, but you know, they're both very, very good looking guys. You know, um, I'll be honest, Lynn earmuffs. If you don't want to hear this, Jay could, Jay could talk to any girl in college and get any girl he wanted. Cody was the same way. Cody could talk to any girl, but it wasn't like a get it because I'm cocky, good looking. It was make him feel comfortable. And that's probably why you got why you're married and why he has Lynn is because he made her feel comfortable. Is that fair enough to say? I mean, in all honesty, in college, I just wanted to get laid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is fun, this is fun. I didn't care about anybody's feelings. <laughs> Moved to Austin on Bumble. I was looking for the same shit. I found her. Almost lost it. I'm like, oh shit, she might be a and keeper. For anybody that not a, that is not aware, I look like a toucan salmon. The only thing that saves me is fucking uh, 
I don't know. I guess I got long fingernails, and girls like the long fingernails. Who knows? But. The coat nails. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think any girl likes long fingernails. No, I'm just fucking. Lynn, what do you think of that? Long fingernails. <laughs> she said no. In the background. But you know what? Everyone's got to find their niche and, and do their own thing. And Cody's taking another pooper break. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. When Riley's in town, I have to pee every five he's, fucking he's got minutes. A baby, baby, I got a baby bladder. Baby bladder. Baby sized head and a baby sized bladder. I don't know. Well, because what well, you know what's funny about me coming in this weekend? I have to laugh at your text last night. Jay Cause literally. Because I, I was a dad. Jay, Jason was literally a dad last night. Put those on so you can hear what it sounds like. Jason was literally, and you can butt in anytime you want to. We got Lynn on the mic right now. Jason literally texted me last night because he knows how I am. He goes, Riley, you better be like, you, you got to be here by t- noon tomorrow. Like, come, I like, said, don't said, drink. I was like, hey, no drinking tonight. You know, like, be, be here by like noon or one o'clock at the latest. You know, we got to get it going, as you say. And so I was like, dude, I literally cleaned my whole house and I'm like, I'm home. I'm sleeping. He's like, good. And then I wake up. I wake up from a, because I have my shit on sleep mode. So I wake up from you. And I see the all the shit. Hey, bring guns, blah, 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 bring guns. And he's like, hey, that's a pretty nice little range. You want to go shoot there? This little bullshit nine millimeter range. We can't do sh- shotguns in there. No, you're still on. We're going to talk to you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I wish we had Amanda here because then she could be on it. Oh, Amanda and I would go ham. So now we're um, uh, getting, let me know. Is she good right there? It's good. Good. Oh, good. It's kind of like, hey. When old Jay put the Peter in the face for the first time, you're like, whoa, too big for me, bud. <laughs> a little big, a little big. And what was, the, what was, he never told us, what was the pickup line? I got to hear it. Let's hear the pickup line. She just told you. Did she, did she but, really? Yeah. When, when, did I miss Are you it? too high? I no, was. No, 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 what was the quality that like. She said you guys played 20 questions, but that's not a pickup line. I mean, it kind like of, what? Like what? No. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What solidified it after you guys play that game? And he's oh, like, cool. "Do you just like? Do you just want to go out and do something or what?" So after that, honestly, we didn't talk for a month because I gave him my number. Jesus, like, that sounds like fucking Cody's <laughs> story, dude. Honestly, I feel like um, I'm trying to think back. It's this was like six years ago, so. Um, I gave him my number because I was like, I don't want to talk on Tinder. I'm actually about to delete it. So I gave him my number. Then he texted me. And then I think he had a friend in town. And it was also my birthday weekend. And um, so we talked for a little bit, like literally one day. And then we stopped talking for a month. And then she, I... She ghosted me. <laughs> oh, that's fine. If she, She's not going to admit that. She ghosted me. We, we, we had a good conversation for a while, and then she just like, oh, it's my birthday. I think we were supposed to maybe meet up. I, don't I think know. you were you had a friend in town, and then you were going out of town. So, like, we were supposed to meet up, but it didn't end up happening because I was, you know, right. wasted. Yeah, and then one day I'm driving to work, and she, <laughs> uh, you know, she texts me and says, oh, that's the pup. Sorry, I heard, I heard, the, uh, heard the pup whining outside. Um, yeah, she, I, I was driving to work and I get a text, you know, I'm like, who's this? Didn't save her number. Okay. Because <laughs> I said, hey, stranger. And you're like, oh, hey, long time no see or long time no talk. And then I. Initially- but did you lose like disinterest? No, it really was. How could you? Look at me, Riley. <laughs> I mean, Jay, let's I paint mean- the picture. Jay, Jay's 6'2", 230. He's a good looking guy. He has muscle on him. Yeah. I don't know about the cock. 
Howard Stern would say, the guy's got a nice cock. <laughs> Why does Howard Stern always revert back to the cock, dude? You do, too. <laughs> I gotta know. I don't know. It's a nice cock. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell my parents. I'll tell, yeah, my, dude, I'll tell my parents not to watch this. Okay, don't listen, <laughs> listen to this. No, don't go into uh, an hour 25 and we're good. <laughs> but basically, um, I... I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know what happened. I was just like super busy with life and then my birthday and then. Um, birthday week. I, yeah, I mean. How honestly, old are you? I'm 28 now. Really? I would have guessed you at 22. Look at me sucking up. I just met you. I have to suck up. You know why? Because any friends that you have, I'm trying to get laid. It's because <laughs> she's Asian. Asian. I mean, no Asian, fuck a lot. Asian don't raisin. Me no big cocky. Asian don't, Asian don't raisin. Raisin. Yeah, we really don't. I get that I'm 15 or oh, like um, cool. during the summer. If I'm guessing your real age, Lynn, I'm guessing you're at 26. Yeah. Because your body language, you look more mature Mitch. than a fucking 22. You talking about her body, bro? <laughs> Dude, relax. Quit flexing. <laughs> I kind of looked once or twice. Uh, I really was just in mind the way she was eating those chips, though. <laughs> just like staring at him like what are you gonna talk about now? Um, and this is our first interaction she doesn't know the real riley do not take anything i say serious by the way i won't yeah because if you do you're probably gonna be like never invited again do not so invite that this guy. is also your first time meeting me i'm also very sarcastic and i handle assholes very well he already, so. told, me he already told me that he literally. You handle assholes very well. Do you, are you a licker or a pegger? What is Jay's? What is Jay getting into? Hey, don't don't talk about the things you're into. I got figured I, one time in the butthole in college. You, Relax. You told me like like three hours ago that that a some, milf wanted some to, milf wanted but it to never you. followed through. I never followed through. If I was into sure? that, I could promise. You, I'm looking you dead in the eye, player. <laughs> No, Jay, Jay doesn't let me get anywhere near. Does he shave, though? <laughs> shave shave what? <laughs> the balls, the butthole. The... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You got to be trimmed up. He's groomed. <laughs> Do you guys remember that that episode in Always Sunny in Philadelphia? And he goes, name's Arnimus. I have a bleached asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean always, White was all, always, always about that. Always Sunny is my favorite show. I know. Ever. You guys fucking... Made everyone on fucking Henninger watch that motherfucker. Yeah. And I could never get into it. Danny DeVito is kind of funny, but I never got into it. I never have. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine that you don't like Always Sunny. I promise I don't. Look at her. She's professional. She's moving the mic towards me because she can hear it. I know. Well, she knows. Like, she knows the good quality, yeah. bad quality. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Zen... What's your um? No, you can you after this you answer. We talking to this, this and that. There's edit, no edit. Um, we'll get Cody back on, but I gotta know more about you. Okay. What do you think about old Jason? What what's the status on? Uh, do you like when he lips or don't lip? Meaning chew. I haven't chewed since like I mean I might. She's have been... seen you chew. She had to have. Let her answer. When we first. I wasn't chewing long cut though. I think I was back to pouches. Because let me let me paint another picture. Because I know this from a girl's standpoint. Because I've been told this before. I have I was, great I was teeth. A chewing machine. Well, I have great teeth. Jason is the best chewer I've ever seen in my life. Kind of like these guys will tell you, I'm I'm I can out drink anybody. But the guy has good teeth. But I'll be honest, my breath stinks when I chew. 
When I mean, when he chewed, like, is was it turn off when he smelled his breath, or what's this? What's let it, her answer now? Let me answer. <laughs> so when Jay's flexing, when those, first, those are kind of nice. When we get a room. Um, when we first started dating, he did a lot, and then I, I'm, I'm not the type of person to be like, I don't like this, so you, I feel like you should quit. He quit like on his own and so you now, and amanda have a lot of similar traits that i've seen amanda like, and I get, uh, funny funny fact amanda so should I, I move to austin like where am i what am i doing wrong i need hey, to meet a girl like hey, you gotta go asian. for the asians i'm telling God you damn the asians. asian persuasion um but not like the crazy there's like a there's like uh no that's fine we already talked about like, racism earlier Crazy Asians who like, all they do is party and literally just drink Killer. and like yeah. do a shit ton of Molly. I love how Cody's got the dare shirt stuff. on in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking alcoholic and drunk. Um, then there are like the Asians who are too scared to do anything. So those are I want I don't want to say boring, but they're a little bit more reserved. And then there's like you know me and Amanda who are cool. So you got to find the cool Asians. It's really hard. Well, it's funny because. I can already tell that you're cool. Obviously, I've met Amanda before, but these two motherfucking pecker heads behind y'all that know the way I am, they would never introduce me to y'all if they didn't think that you could handle me, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. So, I, I mean, am I wrong, Jason, Cody? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this this is actually a uh, test to make sure that you can come to our wedding. Oh, I figured it was. So um, <laughs> after this podcast, I'm going to bed early, boys and girls. I'm not doing nothing tonight. You call me fucking Steve McQueen on the Sunday. Let's go. Let's bop it. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, get her off the head cast. Why are you still here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bye. No, was that nice was Lynn. Here. That is Jason's fiance. She's a sweetheart. She's a nice girl. What a, what a smoke show. Let's, no, smoke. Let's get a kiss. Let's get a kiss. I did this sound effect so you guys can understand what's going on. But no, you know. Um, you know, Lynn, every, Lynn's the best right no, there. It's, Everybody it's, knows that. It's crazy because I'm going to go back to both of y'all. And Cody told his story. And Jay, and she, you're going to be put on blast right here. And I don't care. Like, she's going to hear it. Don't matter. What made you kind of figure out that, like, dude, like, fuck. Like, I'm tired of being... I'm tired of doing that, this, this, and that. Like, fuck, I just want to settle down. You just meet that and you figure it out, or like, what's your next step? Oh, she's coming back for more. Good head. <laughs> <laughs> what a ledge, dude. I mean, I mean that, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> no, I, I remember when I first came back, I visited you guys. Because you went a month without, she said you went a month without fucking giving the number. Why? Wait, what? She, earlier, she said the month. No, 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 no. We we didn't talk for like a month. That's like what after, I'm saying. A month, you guys didn't talk without. Oh, but you gave her the number earlier. Right. I mean, it's just like every 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 other okay, Tinder okay. relationship. It's like, oh, you know, here's my number, and it's we. The same situation for me. Yeah. Too. Okay. 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 Yeah, but I I remember when uh, I decided to move, or actually, I didn't even move back here yet. But you, Steve, and Bird were all living together, Cody. Um. I remember I came to visit just like one random weekend. I drove down and uh, I texted Lynn. I was like, hey, I'm going to be there. And I remember Steve saying like when, when we first. Stavi. Stavi. When we, uh, when we first met up like at the bar, Lynn came over and he was like, man, you could not keep your hands off of her. You know, like 
She she seems kind of special, kind of similar story Dude, to you, I'm honestly. Telling you, Stavi right there. Stavi is Stavi is literally sounds That's like right a there. a what's that? What's off Sports it's like, Center? He's like a fucking the ma- like Stavi is the Mega Wish guy. Stavi's yeah. the Mega Wish guy from fucking <laughs> Sports Center, like because he helped you and a lot of people. He did, uh, Cody didn't explain this earlier, and he, we were talking about this. Your wife, Amanda, was crying and everything, and he comforted her to make her realize that, like, God damn, like, Cody's a good dude. Cody's always been a good dude. Cody's never been a scumbag. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I was, I was a fuckboy for a while. But you were, never St- a scum- Stavi- you were never a scumbag. Right. You know so what I mean? Stavi just made her realize, like, Give I him a chance. care about her. Yes. And, yeah. And if it wasn't for Stavi, probably wouldn't be married and have a kid by now. So and shout it's, out. it's kind of the same thing with you. It kind of sounds like Stavi kind of if, makes. If it wasn't something. for me, you wouldn't be in Austin. That went all for a circle, look man. At this, look at this, <laughs> Jay over here trying to take credit for Stavi's work. No, but hey, no, for real though. If Jay wouldn't have drunkenly talked me into moving to Austin, yeah, I was fuck, probably be... like six whiskeys deep. And like, <laughs> bro, it's sweet. You know, I, I remember that one time <laughs> yeah. you ate that praying mantis. Like, you're pretty cool. You should come down to Austin. I was like, <laughs> fuck, never been. But yeah, let me just cancel my lease. I'm coming down. Never been. <laughs> no, but yeah, for real though. Fucking love Austin. I'll never move back to Illinois. I'll tell you that. No. Nah. You feel the same? Yeah. Yeah, about you, yeah. Riley? You sticking around in Texas? Here's the thing. You guys can tell me right now your honest opinion. I'm he's, s- he's about to move down to Austin after this. See, I mean, after Dallas this is just this a con- concrete. Yeah. I'm a. Guy. I'm psycho about football. Like everyone knows that I'm psycho about football. The biggest reason I moved to Texas. Too it, bad you're a Bears fan. <laughs> that's that, that's facts. <laughs> Everyone always asks me, do you want to leave Texas? I could leave Texas tomorrow and be fine. You know what I mean? Just because I have opportunities. Like, just because the family I grew up in, my stepdad's a farmer. Like, I can go back home and make money, blah, 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 blah. But I have a very, very weird vision, obsessed vision. And you guys can chime in on this. You guys both know I'm obsessed with football. I moved to Texas for literally one reason. One, because I got a really, really good opportunity to get a job. But if I ever have a son, Texas football is the best football around. And I want to grow him around because, Jay, you won a state championship. Let's revert back to it. Jay's a big guy, okay? If you were playing Texas ball, okay, would you have a better opportunity to play college football, you would. Most, same, li- most likely, yeah. Same thing. Well, I mean, I, I could have played some. I mean, but, but let's not in your position that you played in high school, because oh no, because you played left tackle or guard, right tackle, right tackle. So let's paint the picture. Jay's the same size as me. My my thing was I was fast. Yes, I was fast and strong. And so not to you know too much. So if you if you're in Texas, you have so many opportunities. And every girl I meet, they always say, "Why do you move to Texas?" And say, "I got a nutty vision." Well, what's your vision? Well, one, not only did I get an opportunity to make really good money here in Dallas, but if I ever meet a girl that wants to get an opportunity to start a family, and I have a son, we gonna play Texas football. We're going to get it going, and I can promise you that my son's going to have a better opportunity than me because all these D1 schools that talk to me, like these D1 AA's like Western, South Dakota, Northern Illinois, Southern Illinois, D1 AA's, my two best schools that talked to me was Kansas State and Iowa. Mm-hmm. 
didn't get a chance to get, win a scholarship and all that bullshit. But if I play in Texas, my son, he's going to be, as long as he's a two-star, three-star, it don't matter. He's going to get something from SMU. He's going to get something from probably Texas. He's going to get Texas Tech. He's going to get Baylor. Like, if you're a three-star in Texas, you're going to get something. You know what I mean? A three-star in Texas is like a five-star anywhere You come from a Catholic school, uh, Jason, that is way better than where I'm from. A three-star wouldn't get you shit, would it? Be honest. No, I mean, probably not. No, No, I mean, three-star wouldn't get you shit where I'm from. I was a no-star, and the only reason why I got an opportunity is because I put on a show at the camp at Western, and I destroyed everyone. A lot of people don't know my story, but I came in as a fullback, got recruited as a fullback, and I blasted three people. And three people that I fucking destroyed on a fucking heavy sweep to the right fucking made them get out of the fucking huddle on defense. But I was also 6'2", 225 as a fullback my senior year. So, but I didn't get recruited what I played as. I got recruited as a fullback. Then I moved, switched, switched over defensive end linebacker. So I had to grow. But as a fullback, if I would go back to it, been a fullback. I love batting heads. I love oh, to hit yeah. you. That's, That's why, why when you, I fight. You need to be down here in Texas. Huh? When I fight, I don't throw a punch. I headbutt you. That's my that's my move. You would be a headbutt guy. <laughs> you know, and and that's what everyone says is, would you get recruited? I said, you'll never guess me at 6'2", because when you look at a fullback, you're looking at a guy 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, you know, so that's why I moved, man. It, a big reason is because you gotta go take a poopy or a pissy. No, I got the hiccups. I hey, it's not be, me I this time. I thought maybe you were gonna go look, get a little of that good head you were talking about earlier. <laughs> He's shaking. <laughs> he, might be, he might be. He legit is about hey, to go get some head, hey, dude. Yeah, because because Lynn's got to go back to work. Lynn's only an got an hour, dude. Yeah. So it might be. I mean, yeah. all, all he needs is probably thirty-five seconds. But Who, uh, dude, I'll tell you what. <sighs> hey, hey, Riley, let, let's hear about that. That. The story in, in college we were talking about earlier, the whole uh, experience in the, the 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 brown hole. All right. So can, can you do tell I, that can, on do I name or no? names or not name names? No names. No names. So everybody knows, like whatever. Everybody knows the guy's G spot. You gotta go in through the butthole all the way to the G spot. Whatever. You make the guy come. It don't matter. Cody knows the girl that I hooked up with. <laughs> Super Smoke Show. Was she not? Hey, hey, he's not Give lying. me credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he ain't lying. Man. Daddy don't hook up with ugly girls. So eh. we, <laughs> I've had judgmental calls before. We all get blacked out every once in a while. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I, my buddy from longtime buddy since fourth grade, we went to college together. We roomed together. And he goes, I'm going to get her before you. I said, I don't know about that. That's just my confidence. We go to parties, blah, blah, blah. And she says, uh, I've seen you around all these DSP parties. Like, you're funny as fuck. What's your name? Well, her boyfriend at the time had graduated. He was two years older than me and uh, went away. So whatever. And they might have been dating. Who knows? But he wasn't there. And so we go. Yeah, that's a scumball I am. I take advantage of the opportunity. Hey, that's on her, not on yeah, me. Not, yeah, come on, guys. And so we go and... Um, we're, we fuck. <laughs> that's a that's a gorgeous sound. Can we? Do, yeah, I was gonna say, can you just like crack one more, just so we can? Hey, hit, wait, 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 you know, out, I need more. Riley, vodka. Riley, time out. I haven't seen you chug a beer yet. You've been here for how many hours? And that's Dude, usually the first thing you do. Chugging one. Let's put the chug off. Let's put the chug on Instagram. They follow us on Instagram. All right, all right, deal. Underscore the unguided podcast. Underscore. 
right. Hey, get, yeah, get, put, put vodka in there only. Get back to the brown story. So we go and um, been trying to hook up with this girl and I take her on a dinner date. We make out. She gives me a little blowjob. This is that. And honest, Cody, let everyone know. She not hot. She's hey, good. Hey, no, she really is though. She's, she was part of sorority. Yeah. The Tri Six, who was the best. And um Oh now you're narrowing it down. I know, Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> I know. so Dude, don't say what color of hair she has. No. Nah, and um That tastes like vodka. Good. That's what I love. And um whiskey'd be my first choice. So we go and um I was a senior, like I said, she had a boyfriend, blah blah blah. And um we go and uh making out she comes to my house and everything's good. She starts to suck me off. We didn't hook up at all. First time didn't hook up. Respect the woman. She goes, hey, you know, like, do you want to go out for a dinner day before we leave for a semester? 100% let me go. We took her to that pizza spot right off of, help me out, guys. I, I know which one you're talking about, but. What is it? Like on the square? Yes. Or what? what was, like, I don't remember And that. fuck you guys for not knowing. <laughs> like, I can't remember it's either. On the square, yeah. I, and I, don't, so, I don't know where it's at. So we go on a pizza spot. She goes, you're really funny. Like, I normally, she literally told me this. I normally don't hook up with guys like you. Okay, not my problem. Sold. Yeah. So we go, I pay for everything, blah, blah, blah. We go going and we fuck and she tries to slip a finger in my butthole. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, Simone? And we're looking around. She goes, you don't like that? The hell? Hell no, I don't like that. If I liked that, I'd be fucking into dudes. I don't want no pecker in my butthole. So we go and blah, blah, blah. Like we hook up a couple more times and it's kind of blacked out and, uh, Slip the finger in my butthole. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you guys. It kind of felt good. And my roommate. You ready? <laughs> you ready? And my fucking roommate at the time goes, Briley, what's the shit stain on the fucking towel? And no. I, go, I go, that is not mine. He goes, dude, I seen. And I was like, what do you mean you seen? He said, your door was wide open. He goes, I seen what came off her finger. I'm like, dude, relax. That's not from me, dude. I damn, probably, damn, so you're telling me that she she put her fingers up your butt and I you shot not, shit I on her not, fucking dude, finger? I promise, I promise I did not. Dude. He claims, but I That's get it. here. But no, no, no. Here's what happens. When I shower, I don't ever... No, sorry. When I shit, I don't ever wipe. You know why? I go straight into the wipe? shower. No, listen. Whoa. No, no, listen. Okay. What I about go, in public? I wipe. Okay. I'm saying when I'm at home. Okay. okay. We'll hear it out. We'll hear it out. So when I shit, I go from shitter to straight shower. So I clean my asshole out like that. Get, so, a, get a boudet. Wait, wait. Is, question, that's what it's question. called, right? So, so you completely shit. You got a bunch of poop right up in your butt cheeks. And you just go straight to the shower. So you, have to use, your, so you use your bare yeah, hand to clean it out instead dude. of toilet paper. 100%. You well, know why? The, why? Why? You, you got you got toilet paper. Your hand doesn't touch. When I was when I was lazy in college, this is where I developed it. And you take a shit before you shower. You know how the dorms are, motherfuckers. Don't lie. You ain't about to wipe. Fuck you. You're about to go shower after you no, shit. Wipe no, no. You never did time. that. Always, always wipe. Always wipe. Dude, fuck y'all. I guess I'm the only one. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like what? Are you, so. Yeah, so so you're why the, those those dorm room shower floors are brown as fuck. Yeah, just I mean, I'm not scared of nothing. So like, you were the probably towel the had shit on it. Hey, you were probably the same guy that they had signs up in the dorm saying, "Don't jerk <laughs> off in the shower; it's clogging the drain." You know, I jerked off. You know, I did. What's the advantage of you not wiping and using your hand instead? Because hey, I'm. That. 
You're right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, know. Like what? What? Like. So you got nothing. I you really don't. You always, don't, got, I'm you always got something to say. No, you always I, got something to say. You actually, Jason actually got <laughs> yeah, me. Like I really don't have nothing to say. Because because you you have to wipe your ass. In the shower, and then now you have That's to clean one your more hand. Stage, I now, feel like. now you have to clean your hand because you just wiped your ass to wipe the rest of your body. So now, you, if you don't clean that hand after you wipe your booty hole, now your whole body. You guys hurts. have you're, never gone from disgusting. the shit. You guys have never gone to the shit or the shower. Never. Was well, you never I mean, wiping? No, no. Fact. You guys no, are fucking liars. No, I always no. wipe. That's what. That's extra cleaning in the shower. What are you talking about? You guys are fucking clowns, dude. There's wait, no wait, way. Wait. No, no. This is this is a two on one right here. No, no. I'm 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 literally trying to figure it out. I know. Time out. So, <laughs> right. so, so you're telling me after you take it, there's like a no hot, way, dude. hot, steamy, hungover poop. You got like a Taco Bell and like yeah. A, oh yeah. Like and a then straight to the shower. So, so here's, the, here's the question. So when you're in the shower. Do you put a bunch of soap on your hand, or do you put on a loofah? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I take or hand. Hand. I take. Oh, no. <laughs> I take all of the soap, like we're talking like lily pad style. Like, like if you put a lily bottle? pad, like half a bottle, right there, and just. You can Why? do that with toilet paper, bro. Why? But I'm. Okay, so I'm gonna wipe my ass. I'm gonna get fucking toilet paper in my ass because it sticks. I mean, that's no. Don't no. say it. Don't. Get, get you know ply. it sticks. Get I mean, two ply. If you get single ply, I'm a three yeah. ply guy. Okay, we'll get three ply. the single ply, you peasant. If it sticks, <laughs> grab another fucking sheet and wipe the stickiness off. I've been known what? to get single ply every now. No, you got shit. I'm never shaking your hand ever again. In, in the dorms, I get I can get the. Hey, that goes ply. back to what Sean White said about fucking oh, his <laughs> yeah, This motherfucker's that, been stirring his drinks with his finger the whole time. He's Sean, got shit everywhere. Sean White, Sean White, not the snowboarder, but Sean White probably has AIDS because of you. Yeah, I'm okay. Because your because your shit habits. So is is this safe to say that you never have a clean butthole? Oh, all the time I have a clean bottle. You know why? Because so if you, I do know, you shower after every shit you take, then one hundred percent. What about in public? You you take. I will I take. Heard you take all I, your clothes off while you shit. I do. I do. Everyone knows this, right? So what I do if I'm at work? Everyone knows this. <laughs> if I'm I at mean, work, I know what I've got enough fucking Snapchats of Riley naked <laughs> in a public restroom. You know, no shirt, no pants. Just hey, here I am. <laughs> Yeah, he's in a fucking Wendy's. I'm he's always like, hey, check it out. <laughs> if I'm at work, I will take a wet towel. I'll be naked still where in the work. Get, where do you get the wet towel? I take the towel that's in the fucking thing that you go, uh, uh, like, oh, like for your hands. Yes. So you take that and you put a little dampness on it and you wipe your ass and then. Wait, what do I do? So, I don't like so, public shit. So before dude. you shit, you go to the to the hand towels. You, you no, no, no. This the is after I bunch. shit. Oh, so I'm shitting. I'll walk there naked. And you walk all the way out. And I don't care it. if my coworkers so, naked. So time out. So do you take it back to the stall to wipe, or do you like no, right in the front end? I take just, it right there, front end, wipe it, then walk it back to the stall. You go back to front or front to back? Bud, front to back. All, all day. Right. Like, dude, front to I got ball back, sack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what a fucking scenario. <laughs> Dude, I've 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 never not you guys wiped said, my ass, yeah, and then got in the shower to like clean my the poop out of my butt. No, you know, you know have you ever done one of those where you feel that? like the corn on your ass cheek, and you're just like, okay, wipe it and let you said the corn, go. yeah, corn. 
I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I actually have. I mean, I'm not gonna name any names, but Jaybird. We'll say Jaybird did the same thing. He used to just go from. Is he still in Colorado, by the way? Hey, I. Hey. I knew a story about him, by the way. I do too. We're not gonna get it on the air, but I think we're in the similar boat. Where it. Yep. Same. Yeah. We'll talk about that off the air. Just we will. Yeah. Anyways, back to real life. Shout out Jaybird. Shout out Jaybird. A gay bastard. Anyways, back to real life. We're gonna cut that one. Yeah, no, we're we'll edit. Hey, repost, repost. Everyone here, like Howard Stern says, has a nice cock. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, Riley. So, what's your game plan from like? We'll say, what's your five year plan? So, dude, I'll tell you this right now. It's the one thing that I struggle with right now is knowing how funny I am and I know I can spark a conversation with anyone. But I'm meeting all these women that are like 22, 23, 24. It's tough for me. Well, what makes it tough? Because yeah. they have, they have, imagine yourself. I'm going to imagine myself. Imagine Jay himself. When you're that age, you're not doing nothing but drinking, fucking, and playing around. Mm-hmm. Be honest. I oh, mean, yeah, 100%. you're one year younger than us. So you and a man have been, what, married two years now? Yeah, two years. Okay, so you guys met, let's say, three years on a square feet place? 16,000. I know. I, 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 I fucked <laughs> But you know what? He has a nice house. Like, you want to get there. You have to get there. Yeah. Because guess what? If you're sitting there just like renting a 400 square foot house or 600, you just kind of feel like a failure. You, I mean, words taken right out of my mouth. Reevaluate. You know what I mean? Like, which at the same point, it's like everybody's on their own timeline. But at the same point, you look at what you're used to, and you want to be there. And if you're not there, you're a failure. Exactly. And um, you know what? We always do everything around here. You know, we we chill. We do a lot of things. You know, what's what's your biggest thing, Jason? What do you what do you what do you want to talk about? What's your biggest regret in life? Good good question. What you're gonna? Yeah, I'm putting biggest, you on the spot right now. My big, I don't really have regrets in life, honestly. You don't have one. I got a, I got a beautiful girl. I got a little puppy that loves me. I got got a nice place. I mean. I don't really have a biggest regret. I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. It's like every every regret that you may have had has led you to where you're at yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah. is it really regret? Yeah. Makes sense. No, I mean, and you guys do a really, really good job. And you know what? There There is one thing around here. We do a really, 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 really good job. Hey, and we do one thing. What do we do, boys? Around here, we stay whammo, whammo, whammo. We stay unguided. Oh my god, dude, that was really